What's up, everybody? This is Carrick with ACG, and I'm here with Johnny and Reg and Silver and guest of the hour, Victor Magnuson from Fat Shark Games. Thank you for joining us, Victor. Well, we Thank need you. a sound effect when we introduce a guest. We, we do. Like a, 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 a belch? Bongers. Yeah. Not a bong. Oh, yeah. a bong. Yeah, I thought you meant... Yeah, yeah. I was oh, like... Not those. Oh. <laughs> Just to sound, sup everybody, this is Karen with ACG. Anyway, we're going to be talking about games. We're going to be talking about this week's news. Uh, we're going to be sort of querying Victor on what it's like being a developer, or what it's like being a developer and all the stuff there. I'm glad you guys are liking the fake commercials at the starting of this. Thank you very much. Those are always fun to do. Um, if you get a chance, check out Vermintide 1 and 2. They're both on Steam. Excellent games. In fact, Vermintide 2 is probably one of my favorite, you know, like co-op it, it probably is my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I think I probably have the most hours in that now that I think about it. Um, but yeah, dude, the game's awesome. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. We're not going to be querying him on behind the scenes on a brand new game. He, you know, we may... Unless... In... No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we may be talking about, you know, like what's out there already information-wise and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, we did get a bunch of questions, some... I'm going to hold the later ones that are specifically about those, but I am going to answer some real quick ones so we can get through this. Then we've sort of got a better topic uh, list today. Thank you, Johnny, for uh, for putting that together. So, And if you get a chance, Johnny, if you haven't, can you put it in chat in the um, Zoom? Sure. So the first thing I want to get out of the way, let's see, real quick questions. Oh, first of all, donation. John Miller donated 64 bucks in the last couple days, twice. And he contacted me and was wondering, you know, if I was going to, if I was going to, you know, pimp that. And here we go. Thank you very much for that. We only do the podcast on Fridays, though. So I, I don't really like to just tweet it and say, thanks for the money, some random person, because everybody might think something nefarious was going on. So I do want to say thank you very much for supporting the channel. Super chats are, you know, as well. All of you guys. Let's see. Deep Stew says, do you regret being a reviewer? No. That's it's an interesting question. This feels like we're already getting into weighted questions here. What does that mean? Why is that the first question? Odin Thor Peck HHC on Twitter asked, hey, Jeremy, I just wanted to get your opinion about the viability of YouTube moving forward. Seems an interesting talk, topic to talk about. I've said, too, before, I think everything points to people with integrity not being able to stay around. Um, no, that you, you can stick around with integrity. It, I, but I will tell you guys, if you want to do YouTube, you should do it now, man. Um, unfortunately, COVID has destroyed people's lives. It's ruined. I mean, all everybody's plans for the future and that kind of stuff. And what that has done though, is put more people watching eyes, you know, putting their eyes on Twitch on games. There's more time for gaming. If you guys go to my website, I did a blog about you know, the the change, what COVID has done to gaming and, and games are being delivered differently with Game Pass. There's a lot of stuff to cover, but I got to tell you, jump in now because your audience may not always be like this. And um, it's a good time to jump in. You can have integrity. I will say my test this week showed that hyperbole and thumbnail stuff does make a massive impact even for me. I was surprised. I got yeah. quadruple the views in one hour by just simply putting WTF on the thumbnail and changing the mm -hmm. title. And I changed it a couple times and saw massive adjustments. So if I say this game absolutely sucks, a huge number of views will go up in that. So I get where you're coming from, but no, please, please jump in. Tig Tig says with Rainbow Six Ex Extinction, 
Yahtzee's discussion about bland games being worse than bad games came up. Jeremy, what do you think? Bland games being... No. What? No, bland games... So bland games are bland environmentally, but somebody else can like a bland game. They might like the fiction. I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan. So a Lord of the Rings game may be bland to me, but a bad game is bad mechanically. So I think that's probably somebody... I think Yahtzee's the guy who just harps on everything. Isn't he the one yes. who... He talk, he's the zero punctuation he, he's guy. Zero punctuation yeah. guy, which is sort of his thing. But I think if you're cynical like that... um you start to get a cynicalness that can that can creep up. But I would say no, bland games are are not where bad games are just bad, man. Um bland games, I can say it's bland, but I still I've I've said games are worth buying, even though I wasn't interested in the fiction, because it's still a good game. That makes no sense to me logically. And then last Barstow. I now have eighteen hours already in Rainbow Six Extraction, I'm enjoying it immensely for the price, uh, even above Game Pass. I watched a couple reviews, and while it was doing good, I saw a couple that were very negative towards it. But each review had all these, I think Carrick calls them caveats, before the review started. Like, the reviewer was trying to explain away whatever was good in the game. Is that just Ubisoft hate? Or something else? I don't hear you do that. I don't want to talk about other people's reviews. I have no clue. I have no clue. Does anybody have any? I, I I don't know. People say what they say. Does anybody have anything to say on that? I don't. I mean, no, I haven't read the reviews or seen the reviews in question, so I can't speak to it. Yeah, Ca I think caveats make you comfortable. Like caveats, yeah. if you say, "Hey, this isn't my game," you can sort of say different things than if you were to say, you know, if it was yours, I guess, or if it is your game, you could probably do the same. But um, overall, with extraction, I think. The community spoken. The Reddit's incredibly positive, which blows my mind. Never seen a subreddit positive in my life. Like, this is the first time I've jumped into a subreddit and people are like, dude, this game is a blast. So people are enjoying it. Um, I didn't love it, but I definitely will check it out. So jumping in, let's talk about what we've been playing. We did discuss a little bit with Victor. We're going to let him go first. He'll, he'll, he probably doesn't have a lot because he's working. But can you tell people what you've been playing, if anything? And if it's not games... Have you been watching any shows? Found any cool music? Sure. Uh, yeah. So the latest I've been playing is, and it's true. I don't, and I'm also a father of two kids, oh, right. so I don't have immense <laughs> amounts of time to oh, play. Right. Uh, and I'm, I found myself sort of. So I've been watching a lot of TV actually because I, in the evenings I'm so tired, so I usually end up like. Um, scrambling around youtube or watching some show mm -hmm. but i've been playing uh, halo infinite before christmas and i think it was really good i really like it was a really long time ago i played a halo game i, I don't think i've played since like three or something like that um and it was nice to jump back into the like there there is some kind of halo magic yeah formula that is really sweet and, and there i like i mean uh, their weaponry is awesome i i really like <laughs> like the I think it's really inspiring how they have. They're really good at making like different versions of the same type of weapon, but having all right. having a little bit of a twist. So like there's a there's like three versions of a sniper rifle. There's like three versions of an assault rifle. There's mm -hmm. and they all have these unique small mechanics that make them different, make good for different things. And um, I don't know if it was your review that um, I, I listened to one review and it, it had a really good point. The whole sort of switching weapons mechanic that they have. Uh, that you sort of switch out. You only have two, and you always switch them out yeah. because you run out of ammo when you switch. And that's a really it keeps the gameplay really fresh at yeah. all times. I mean, which is nice. Like you, you can't, you, you're not sort of stuck with the same weapon that is the best one, 
And uh, I really like that. And I think the campaign, I've only played a campaign. I'm not a big multiplayer guy because I get just way too stressed and freak out and can't do good. <laughs> so, uh, but, but the campaign, I think, was really nice. It's uh, um, I, I'm not done. I, have like, I'm, I think I'm at the like, last mission or so. Um, We're going to judge you on your choice of best weapon in Halo. What's your favorite I'm, weapon? Uh, in Halo? What's it called? Uh, I, I really, I usually end up going with the, what's ne it called? The, Needler. The, the like, um, it's one of the uh, military weapons. The uh, the Magnum? No, 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 no. The, it's one of the rifles, the one with the scope. That's sort of, it's sort of battle like rifle. A, oh, right. Isn't that the, the battle rifle. Yeah, yeah the battle gotcha. rifle. I really like the battle rifle. The, the and three round I burst. Also, right? What? The three round burst, right? No, no, the, the single shot. Single shot. Oh, single you shot, can, you right. can hold it to, to right. Burst. A single shot from reach oh, yeah. on. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then I like the uh, I. I like to have like a sniper rifle and the bat rifle. That's usually what I tend to go to. And gotcha. then like after a while you switch it out. But those are probably the ones I always like when I go to one of the what was it called the. Uh, the little uh, strongholds. Oh, yeah, the uh, sort of the FOBs. The yeah, the FOBs, the fobs. FOBs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's the two I always pick from the FOB, and then I just sort of roll with whatever I find. But but yeah. All right. I I, I mean, he, he, we got to kick him off. Rifle is it's the needler, baby. Extra. Come on, yeah, the, the needler. needler. The need, I, but the needler in in uh, this one feels kind of weak. I weak. Think. I don't know. Yeah. Mm, you weren't the only one. You weren't the only one who brought that up. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's... I haven't really found a super good use for the needler in, in Infinite. I don't know. I might just be doing it wrong, but, but I don't know. No, you're probably doing it right. It's just the idea, whenever you hit somebody with it and they walk around a corner and they think they're fine and you hear that explosion and, and they die and you're just like, this is the most satisfying secondary kill. Or you get to run away <laughs> from, like, back away from them as they explode. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. walk like, away like from... walking away from an explosion in a movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. But it's, a, I mean, the Needler is a nice sort of panic weapon. You just sort of spray in the general direction of whatever you want to get. Yeah, yeah, my general gameplay style. Yeah, but I, I really enjoyed it. Very cool. What about you, Reg? What have you um, been playing? Oh, no, you got more? Go ahead, Victor, if you got more. Yeah, I could also mention, I've been, I've, um, since I have a kid, my, my oldest son is uh, nine. So I play a lot of uh, Hearthstone uh, Battlegrounds with him. And, oh, gotcha. and it's a really fun game to play together with my son because he... He can't really read the text because he can't read English. So, but mm -hmm. I, I teach, and he's like, it's insane how fast he like learns all the cards without being able to read them. Right. And then we oh. just, and he, 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 he really likes to like sit with me and play that game. And that's a, that's a really fun. I, I like it. I, I've been playing that for about a year or two years or so. Oh damn! I really like Battlegrounds. It's it's a it's a nice sort of. Uh, mindless so yeah. you know you know you don't have to like okay it's like 30 minutes of just nice playtime um reg what do you got uh i've uh, been playing horizon zero dawn finally finally with the, oh. yeah with the sequel like a month out i i thought it's finally time to finish the game like i had started it back on console yeah uh but i got it again on pc but never actually completed it and mm -hmm. finally i did so I did uh, the campaign and started the the Frozen Wilds. Ooh, very cool! And what are you thinking now on PC? You liking the way it feels? Oh, it, and... it, yeah, it runs like pretty solid at sixty FPS with everything cranked up. So it was pretty smooth. Uh, controls for me, at least with mouse and keyboard, are way better than trying to aim with the controller. Mm -hmm. um, so it was was a good time. Yeah, and it still is with the DLC. 
Excellent. Johnny? Um, yeah, I finished Persona 5 Royale, and uh, I've been doing my first playthrough of Walking Dead Telltale, and also uh, playing League of Legends on the side, learning that game. It's been a lot of fun. Um, You just finished Persona. I'm assuming you started day one and you're just now done. 10,000 hours of Persona. Honestly, that's how it feels like. I did <laughs> like 40 does. hours in the original. Mm. I stopped for months, right? Which I is like the first chapter out. of that game. Dude, I mm. thought I was far in. Looking back, right? Yeah. That's, that was cute. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then when it. Royale came out, I, I got like uh, the urge to play again. And of course, you have to play from the beginning. So, mm -hmm. I, and I, I clocked just under 100 hours in this playthrough add the 440 hours from the prior it was a big investment i'm happy i did it i'm also happy i'm done because right. i'm really burnt out with you know the J long jrpgs i think i i've kind of outgrown them in the sense that you know they they kind of so you're saying a jrpg with just tifa as all five characters you wouldn't play that's what I thought. <laughs> if it's Tifa, he'll play it. That one. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Pat, four hundred hours a day. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Pat, pass that quite as he's got his Tifa pillow right, right outside the camera view. What about you, Silver? Uh, I've been mainly playing through God of War again, and mm -hmm. this time on the PC. Um, yeah, it's just having fun with that. Uh, and give me God of War again. Nearly at the end, I just killed the Valkyrie Queen. Just about to to round off the last few things and uh, and call it a day for that version uh what do you think on the pc are you noticing are you like ah, it's about the same are you are you happier with the pc version is there any bonuses you've picked out what, of it i mean I, i'm i'm using a gamepad one thing that's really annoying me uh more than it did on the playstation is the vibration in the gamepad feedback you oh. cannot turn it off yeah uh right. in the pc version of god of war and it vibrates for pretty much every single thing you do. You start sprinting, it starts vibrating. Like <laughs> you open a door, it starts vibrating. Like it vibrates like every few seconds, uh, like pretty much endlessly. It's uh, it gets pretty annoying. Gotcha. Um, I'm just happy it came out, man. I mean, guys, Same. guys, more people are playing. The more people who play yeah. that game, the better. Yeah. And Sony, I'm glad that I don't know if you guys saw the interview, but basically Corey was like, we had to talk Sony into this. And I got to say, yeah, the studios, I've got yeah. multiple videos where I'm pretty harsh on Sony, especially in the reviewer side, because their PR was very old school and the way they did that. And, and I don't mean I expected something. I mean, just their communication. And that's completely changed. Come it's, it's not even in the same stratosphere of, of where it was and how to deal with people. And I think Sony's coming to grips with, you know, we get, we got to get Nintendo to do it. Nintendo's still 25 years ago. They're still signing into geo cities, yeah. but I mean, still checking their MySpace. I just think that Sony is coming forward and saying more people playing is good. I mean, what's, what's wrong with it? Like it's, to me, the platforms, especially cost-wise, you can get a PlayStation for, you can get a, a four or a Pro for what, two ninety nine or three ninety nine? Is that what their cost is for a Pro? I think that's their cost, right? Because it's four ninety nine. I don't know these days. And you can't get a PlayStation Five; it's very difficult. But you have these different levels where people can come in and enjoy your game. You can get a PC. You can spend a a, a tremendous amount of money, sell your car to get a graphics card. 
and you can do PC version or you can do console version, and it's it's awesome. I hope to see more games. Um, I will read Super Chats in a second, but I want to cover the games I've been playing. Extraction, still playing it, which surprises me, even though I wasn't in love with it. Back for Blood, been playing a bunch, doing a bunch of D&D &D on the side. Um, not a video game D&D, &D, but D&D &D with, my, with my friends, trying to get that set up for some streams for the patrons. And... Back for Blood, Reg and I played a bunch with uh, last week with um, Gaming Addict Rush. Johnny jumped in for a couple games, and those have been just really fun. Yeah. And then uh, I don't think I can talk. You, you guys can look at the release schedule, but I, I think right now the NDAs are like you can't even say you own them or that you have them for review. So right. there's some games coming up, unfortunately. And then let's read Super Chats real quick so we can get to the meat of this. Blake Studwell, $5 Super Chat. Thank you, Blake. He says, what keeps key creative directors and employees from leaving Activision before the Microsoft deal is done? Isn't that what happened with Rare? I think Rare had people leave prior. If I remember right, there were people already leaving Rare before Microsoft bought them. But nothing stops them, right? If somebody's unhappy, they can. No. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. only the uh, probably like the some of the top level people that might have contracts to stay, but otherwise, mm. but it's usually like the CEO can't leave the company if after you say, sell it or something like that. But no. Yeah. So the other right. people can leave. Yeah, to stay for, through the tr transition. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I personally feel that like um, I I don't mind the COD games, even though I'm not in love with them. I don't. If they leave, other people will come in. And maybe the COD games will change, which some people want, right? I mean, I think we can all agree there's some fatigue there. And then if they don't leave, people will hopefully get the COD games that they want. So to me, there's really no negatives there. Um, I will say people have, for some reason, misinterpreted what went on. Activision sold to Microsoft. Microsoft did not go talking to Activision at first. Activision's been very clear that they were looking for a, a purchaser. So okay. just so people know, it uh, Microsoft wasn't like calling them up ringing them up on the phone uh let's see other super chat foul play dark dude dude is in the dark again i thought we progressed past this ten dollar super chat to call out silver for being black and white today dude yep. black and white's the Never best be choice financially for our podcast if we all go black and white we'll be making like 200 bucks per podcast just by people complaining so continue <laughs> silver's doing I'm black sorry. and white because <laughs> color is just too vibrant for everybody involved exactly Rampant Fury says, $2 Super Chat, losing COD is a big blow to PS, but is it fatal? It's not fatal, and at least we know for now, Call of Duty will be there. And then last one, Aston, $10 Super Chat, hope this helps you stay inside and not get COVID like the rest of us. Thanks for keeping me entertained. Thank you. And uh, man, he's not wrong. Did you guys see yesterday's Discord? Everybody's got COVID. It was ridiculous. Like everybody had COVID in the day. It was just it was just everybody. I mean, we had we had a like yesterday. We had a single day record here in in, in Denmark for forty thousand people, and we're a country of only six million people. Yeah, so it's the same in a, Sweden. It's going a, that, insane. That's a that's a substantial <laughs> amount of the portion of the population in one day. I mean, it's damn, and it's it, obvious. It only takes it's a couple of days easy of that for to, you know to spread. <laughs> you know, it's it's obvious. So so take care of yourselves. I hope everybody's healthy. I had to cancel my surgery because our hospital was too full. And it's just like, you know, it's bad when a hospital can get insurance money from you. And they're like, eh, eh, 
come back later. And I was like, dude, this is a lot of money you guys are getting. Yeah, yeah, you probably don't want to die. So it's probably best if you, and no lie, the doctor was like, listen, you'll probably get an infection, which is normal for post-op. Most people get them. And you might get COVID and that would ruin the surgery. So probably not. And I was just like, damn, this will be the third time being turned around. So um, everybody stay safe and thank you for showing up for the podcast. So let's get into this. People are going to want to know about Microsoft and Activision. So we're going to cover the news and then we're going to um, <clears throat> we're going to ask uh, Victor some questions about development. Everybody's free to talk about whatever they want in here. Um, be aware, Victor works at a company right now. So some things he may or may not be able to say or, or you know, that's 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 how we do things. He's um, we're not beholden because we make no money and we just do a random podcast. Victor actually has <laughs> valid employment. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, man. Does anybody even want to start? It gets announced. I can tell you guys it was a pretty big surprise for a lot of people. I saw a lot of people yep. saying, is this a like a fever dream or something? I was impressed that they managed to just keep it such a tight ship that there were no leaks whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. I would, and that money, guys. With a deal of that magnitude. Yeah. It's more Shit. than Nintendo is worth. <laughs> yeah. Right? Isn't that, isn't that, sh I mean, dude, that's a lot of money. Billions. <laughs> Man. Like when Imagine I if they did like a hostile buyout of uh -huh. Nintendo, like a hostile takeover. Yeah. Microsoft. Well, people asked that. They were like, why? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, Activision was trying to sell. Have you ever seen? Look at Ubisoft and Vivendi. Yeah. What did that go yeah, on for five exactly. years where like Ubisoft yeah. was like, we are not selling to you. Yeah. You know, we want to keep our sexual harassment to ourselves. I'm just joking. Yeah. I um, mean, remember with Bethesda, it already, you know, it was a big monetary deal. And that was 7.5 billion. LinkedIn was 18 billion. Right. And uh, wasn't Zynga like 30 or something? Um, it feels yeah, like they're narcos or insane. something. They've got cocaine money. I mean, it's the amount of money is ridiculous. Like you just, it, yeah. and it just keeps, they just keep doing it. And I remember Phil was like, yeah, we're going to keep buying after this. And I'm like, buying, what <laughs> yeah. the hell is going on with you guys? Who are you going to buy? <laughs> yeah, who are you going to buy? Uh, by the way, people have asked. Um, about the monopoly, they will of course look at that. Lawyers decide prior to a purchase. But I will yeah, say, antitrust. I will say one thing: um, monopolies usually revolve around a mar. Uh, this is what, like, one of the things I I do is like mar when it comes to a monopoly, it's usually the ability to linchpin or, or corner the market on one particular thing or create massive change within your monopoly. One thing people are forgetting is if this was EA, you can bet everybody would have jumped on it. EA is a massive publisher and they've got games everywhere. The difference between Activision and that is Activision's only got a couple games. They have a bunch of IPs, but people were mistaking, thinking, yeah. oh, this is going to instantly be shot down. EA, I can tell you, or Embracer Group, if I don't know who could buy Embracer Group. That's ridiculous now. They own ah. every IP in that exists yeah. but um you know yeah government will look at it existed existed yeah dude their back catalog <laughs> i mean it is i mean there is there is for those of us who are a little older there are sort of uncomfortable memories with the 90s and microsoft buying stuff up right <laughs> they did but <laughs> they the destroyed market. everything i mean that was under a yeah, different group also true. but i agree with you no. yeah i mean because you don't want you don't Ex want the company exactly. to go away and microsoft <laughs> yeah. and google in the past, Google, Google does it now. Microsoft, you know, their phone. Yeah. They're like, eh. You know, Google still does that. Google will be like, hey, man, we're going to do that. Eh, we're not doing it now. Very next day, they just change their minds. But I think Microsoft, from what I've heard and the people that I've talked to are developers, they're pretty happy with it. I know we got a couple developers in our Discord. Um, 
who weren't anonymous. They asked me if they could say it, but um, they have friends or are at the various companies, and they stated that there's a lot of positivity around it. And yeah. driving it mostly because Microsoft does now have a different way of handling the various things in, interpersonally and stuff. And, and yeah, I mean, Crunch I, in particular. And I mean, you saw that you you posted also the, the the picture of their management team, which I actually appreciated. It's a fairly diverse group of people. Fairly diverse, um, yeah. It looked like a nemesis. Did you see my joke about Microsoft's yeah. team look like the nemesis <laughs> like tree system? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's it, it's not like the cookie cutter, mm. uh, copy paste white guy in a suit that you see for yeah. for like most other. Uh, yeah, Microsoft worldwide, they show it more than I think some do. So, yeah, I don't know I what think, I, I mean. For, Go ahead. For me, I like, think it's going to be good for both companies. It yeah, go ahead, like, Victor. I don't know. It, I, it's, yeah. To me, I, this is my very personal opinion, but it sounds like a. I mean, Activision Blizzard was having a really bad time lately with like press and a different just story upon story upon story upon story, and like yeah. World of Warcraft doing bad numbers and whatnot and whatnot. So I think it's it's probably a very welcome change for a lot of people there. That sort of okay, let's start over fresh with a new. Uh, sort of uh, management team and stuff like that and be able to focus on what we want to do is good games instead of focusing on talking about stupid shit that people did for a long time ago that don't work here anymore and stuff like that so i don't know or some of them do i don't know i have no idea but it's probably a nice sort of way to like start over and yeah a fresh go again. start yeah 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 i would agree and I, I mean yeah go ahead i think microsoft is like uh, i think they've been doing really good with the companies that they have been buying lately and like it seems like a so yeah it Um, seems like a good place did you guys i i don't know like when when all this was announced and they were doing it and you see how much money and then people moving around one of the things that you know in microsoft is they do allow for people to bounce around and i and there were people at activision going oh now obsidian bethesda with them maybe you know as a developer I don't have to stay with Activision. You know, maybe there's... And Microsoft has been very open about teams and moving people around if people want. And yeah, dude, I, I don't know. For for those people, at least, I think I think that's just awesome for people to be like, dude, let's... Like, we can sort of get... Like you said, get back to the, ga- the actual games. Not that you should yeah. ignore the issues, but what I'm saying is you have to at some point move... Continue to move forward or continue exactly, to develop. Yeah. You know? yeah, and start over and like... Let's not do that again, and let's yeah. go make good games instead of yeah. being idiots. Yeah, yeah, so. it's. I mean, in that way, it's awesome. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I think uh, part of the my concern is I see Spencer saying and doing a lot of the right things, and like yeah, the yeah. leadership team at Microsoft. But Spencer is just one person, and he's a human being. So my concern is more what's going to happen when he leaves, and somebody else comes in, maybe that doesn't particularly agree with that direction and then goes instead maybe oh nfts i think that is actually a good idea or 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 whatever and all of a sudden that you have this massive ecosystem with game pass that that microsoft has built that sort of taps into a potentially with huge potential i think for a kind of exploitation with all of a sudden you get ads in there or or whatever because but don't you also believe that making people's i mean the positivity now is better than no positivity and worrying versus worrying yeah. and having better situations yeah. now. Does that make sense? Am I making yes, sense? Yes, it, it, it makes make sense. sense. Yeah. And I also I mean, think because that Because of course Phil there are Spencer... positive aspects. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I get what I, I get what you're saying. That, 
just follow up on that. I think, you know, he would be able to find someone that shares a similar vision instead of, you know, some random person popping in with completely different like ideology and stuff. That yeah. seems very strange. It, I mean, yeah, but that's if Spencer gets to appoint it and it isn't the board or, or whatever. Or he doesn't mm. die of a heart attack or something stupid. Like, did you guys see this morning Meatloaf passed away? The singer? Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh... That's heart-wrenching, man. Like, that is sad. Everybody I like is dead. We were talking about one of my favorite shows of all time is Babylon 5, which is an old sci-fi TV show. They had a dinner episode. Seven out of nine people are dead. And I was like, wow. man, that no, you know you're old. Except they had died at early ages. It just sucks, man. There's just like every time. Betty White. Talk about like an icon for me. Like when, dude, that lady cracked the fuck out of me. Like she was funny as hell. And it's just, this year has been pretty, pretty shitty. Um, Spencer is talking through his teeth as always. He's backing it up with action there, Lance. Yeah. So yeah, at this true. point, you can- He's got you a just, good track record, man. He does have a pretty good track record. DRLS Sword, $15 super chat. Anyone played Total Total War Warhammer 3. Some YouTubers got it already. Um, I, I cannot discuss that. But I cannot um, hypothetically discuss whether or not. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta look at some stuff, but I know a bunch of people, bunch of bunch of people are playing that game, and it's looking. We're gonna talk about it in a second because I think I think Silver also put it on the list, and I want to talk about it too. Mm -hmm. So, Louis Anderson died just now. The comedian. He died today. Yeah. The comedian, the heavy set comedian, the um looked a little bit like a baby even when he was fifty. Is that who we're talking yeah. about? Oh, yeah. man. Wait, no, somebody else said Louis C.K. Sure. died. No, nah, that's No, not. I think they're no, trolling. No, not Louis C.K. Yeah, they're trolling. Wow. I'm I, just I do have one house. quick question about the Microsoft thing for you guys. Do you think we're going to see WoW included in Game Pass and this massive boom of WoW players, you know, influx into Game Pass? Like, surprises included in Game Pass membership. No? Probably not anytime soon, but eventually. <laughs> most likely, I would say. But yeah, on an Xbox, I don't know. That's going to take yeah, a while. If they can make that, right? Because they would need to adjust it. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. looking at towards the, what they did with uh, Bethesda and Elder Scrolls Online. And there, they didn't do anything. They changed exactly. nothing about the business model. So I don't know why they would hear. No, I don't think so either. I mean, m maybe in five years when everything is different, maybe they do, but I don't think to to begin yeah. with. No, probably not. Okay, interesting. Because so, they they seem to be so keen on getting everything under Game Pass. I was like, so you know, is this so also Johnny? You're you're like me. I'm the type of person that like you know like some boxers. If they've got somebody on the ropes, they might take a breath. Yeah. I'm always of the assumption that if, like, I was Microsoft, I'd be like, we already got keyboard support. Wow, it's coming tomorrow. We got blah, blah, and I, yeah. I, it would just flood it. But that is actually dumb. It is very dumb because you do end up shooting all of that good PR and everything in one small group. And then, right. you know, yeah, it, it's yeah, almost yeah. like Sony last year had a great couple of exclusives, but then Microsoft had ones in weird empty spots. And suddenly people are like, whoa, there's a lot of Microsoft. And you sort of lose a little bit of your of your they, age, almost yeah they but, couldn't actually do that because there's rules that you have to be able to play with a gamepad and stuff like that so yeah. you can to you be imagine able to release a game and i i assume they have <laughs> to, game adhere game to their own yeah 
to the well, not on Game Pass, but like on an Xbox. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen did a great job. I know totally different games, but you know, does Final Fantasy fourteen have all the tabs? Like WoW, dude. WoW yeah. has it doesn't it doesn't have well, nearly no. as many tabs. Okay. Oh, okay. No. I don't I don't know the game. I was just providing an example. Like you know, they did a great job with controller. Where yeah, it's totally yeah. playable. So I, you know, maybe there's something they can do to. But I think uh, 14 was designed with a controller in mind. Mm -hmm. uh, right. I, I don't think that was like an afterthought. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, and dude, in I put it on PC and PlayStation at the same time, actually. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah. yeah. Not, not only that, did they have crossplay, but it was yeah. still PS3 compatible until the last expansion. This last oh. expansion yeah, yeah. is the yeah. first one that is not PS3 compatible, just to show, you know, it, it's old. We were talking earlier about Cryptic and um god they were mean to me when i when i tweeted them <laughs> but um there's some games they have that are mmos that are on xbox including star trek which is one of my favorites and, and but those were all based around low number of the specials like secret world one of my favorite mmos has six or seven hot buttons that's it those are my favorite types of mmos in the first place um right. daybreak we've had their developers on they made um dc U universe online one of my favorite mmos that one's also made for for a low number of powers but wow is redonkulous which is probably why yeah. star wars is not on there too because it's just in tabs hot, man hot bar after hot bar. it's yeah. ridiculous <laughs> like dude 70 percent of your screen usually is is actions and yes. stat bars yeah that's it yeah it's... and then you and then you have to remember kind of like in a fighting game which combination you're running for the hotkeys like four five six four Six seven. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world's longest controller combo. Yeah. A B B B X B button yeah. up down exactly. A B B. Yeah. yeah. You know, I play Elite uh Dangerous more on my Xbox by ten times. So they did they they can get some pretty complex games on there. I mean I was quite surprised that Elite Dangerous is more enjoyable on my Xbox than my PC by well, I stream it and it looks perfect on a huge tablet, which is why I like it. But still they did that. But I yeah, I I, I do see other stuff coming, um, but yeah, probably not that. And then, so that's that's about eighty billion, <laughs> which sounds stupid to say out loud. But you have people who've broken down um, the other costs of other of other companies, and that's one of the reasons why I did the thumbnail. Is a lot of people are worried about the danger of you know ignoring even a monopoly, but just um, all of these coming into one place and then yeah, you know how they get made. I do have to give it to Phil though. In his interview with Gene Park, Gene Park's a really good um, journalist. He got Phil to, I think he got Phil to slip up because Phil doesn't just, even on Giant Bomb, who he knows, he doesn't slip up. And Phil dropped the name Hexen. And I got to tell you guys, if there's a Hexen game coming, that's the first time you'll see true emotion from me. Like, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. That game is, I mean, I got. Like I see people when a Pokemon's announced and they're crying and I'm like, dude, seriously, come on, come on. But if Hexen got announced and they were like, because Power Slave's coming, we know that one of my favorite of all time, but it's being a remake. But if a triple A Hexen came out, guys, that... they give it to, to Bethesda <sighs> like they did with Doom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 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 gonna be exciting to see regardless. Um, moving on from there, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna verify we don't have any big questions <clears throat> about this. I read foul plays. People are talking about COD, but I think, you know, for now, Microsoft said their desire is to have COD on PlayStation. My opinion is that means, and I think everybody agrees in here, is that right now there's deals in place 
And after that, you know, we'll see, right? Oh, looks like a lot of Hexen fans. We're all old people. That's why. Well, actually, I guess, I guess, I guess we do have a couple young ones uh, who are in here, but Hexen, Heretic, Doom. But I think Hexen is probably the biggest one. Heretic was the sequel, I believe. Wasn't yeah, it? Well, which one was one? Which which which? I can't remember. So like, Hexen was, was on the Sega Saturn. That's the only reason I remember it. It was on the Sega Saturn, and it was the full I slower. Think Heretic was the sequel, yeah. and Heretic was third person, and and Hexen was first, and that's why okay, I, I'm I talking about Hexen. the first person one, the yeah. one with the where you could turn each other into a chicken. Right? Yes, that's Hexen. <laughs> Wasn't there like a in, in in multiplayer you had like a wand or staff or something mm-hmm. like that, that in the spell was to turn each other, each other into a chicken and it also that, is, did uh, like confusing it? Oh, no. no that's hexen and it all and they had a bunch of they had a bunch of puzzles in it and i think heretic yeah. though if if i sort of and i don't know as much about heretic but i believe that either a lot of the developers or it was the same group of people but uh regardless I think you could play it in first, per, first person as well i vaguely remember uh, heretic you mean first person gotcha yeah gotcha um but but that might be mistaken it's it's awesome regardless if that comes out like I I won't care first sure. time I heard of the name Hexen yeah dude we're talking Sega Saturn nineteen ninety no earlier early nineties like no 90, I'm I'm talking about Sega Saturn I graduated in ninety three and the Saturn wasn't out when I graduated mm, so ninety probably, probably ninety six ninety seven um, Heretic is ninety four Heretic is ninety four damn. Well, oh, and I'm also talking about Sega Saturn. It might it was a port from the PC, so it is true. Yeah. So Hexen could have been, yeah, Hexen could have been earlier. So, um, moving. Port was in '96. What was? No, Hexen is the Hexen is the follow up. Oh, oh okay. gotcha. Okay, so it's right. reversed. All right, all right. So Hexen was the better Hexen one. Hexen is actually called Hexen Beyond Heretic. So. Oh, well, oh. there you go. Um, yeah. So it, it, regardless, it's just I'm super excited. Um, we have a couple of questions for Victor before we go on to the next news. This is something I don't think, I think Victor and I may have talked about this, but I don't think I've ever asked him for the story. But what's, how old was Victor when he started in game development and where did he start? Like, what was the first devel- software job you had? In game dev. In game dev. Um Actually, my, my first proper real job in game dev is, is at Fat Shark. I've been at Fat Shark for 13 years. Damn. Um, so it's, when is that? That's 2008. Uh, and before that, I studied game design and graphics at the university on a small island called Gotland. I was outside of Sweden. Um, and before that, I was actually uh, studying to become like, a, I was studying financial econom- economy. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was going to go into finance, but then I got a, I had a summer internship at a, a like finance um, bureau here in Stockholm, and I just wanted to kill myself. So <laughs> I, I was I wondering if that I was had coming. To change. Right. Mm. Yeah. And um, my oldest buddy, um, a guy called Gustav, who works at Avalanche as a as a level designer, he he had found this school uh, at Gotland where you could study to become a game designer, and I was like, "What? You can study to do video games? Are you fucking kidding me?" So I just. Uh, dropped out of school, went to Gotland and studied the game design for three years. And then I um, came back and after about a, six months, a year, I, I had a small sort of internship job at a, uh, a mobile uh, sort of event company that did, um, they did like for big, big companies, you had like, um, um, they did like uh, treasure hunts on the mobile phone, mm-hmm. and like stuff like that. 
so you maybe like a big big company like Ericsson or something that they have like a conference and they wanted to do something so I created sort of like LARPs for them where they were sort of um, uh, playing around with different scenarios and stuff like that but then my first real job in, in games is at Fatshark as uh, I was their first QA oh damn and then uh, yeah and that so. does show also QA and now you what was it last year or the year before that you got the you rose up head of design head of design yeah so yeah. i mean people you can you can do it peeps it's possible <laughs> i know that start in the mailroom work your start, way out <laughs> like the it, old it movie. only takes 13 <laughs> years it only takes 13 years but on the other hand i mean you do see some of these uh, like it's funny or sad but phil i think it was phil fish is that the guy who made um fez Face, yeah. You yeah. see a lot of people who don't have 13 years come in and make an indie game and then yeah. they're, they're surprised by all the weird stuff that can happen in development and they leave. So in a way, that time has probably also, you know, prepared you and, you know, put you through the fire a couple times, especially because you guys made Escape from Dead Island, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember when I first met you and found that out, and I was like, "Whoops! Don't watch that review." Um, but no, it's no, it's it, so it, it was it was a fair review. It's okay. <laughs> Thirteen you years, to, like um, you know, you learn from your mistakes, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and what's weird? Speaking of that, so you got Vermintide. Is there anything mm -hmm. that when you guys jumped into Vermintide too? Because there's a cool question here that we've all joked about, but I want to I want I want to ask it in a second. But when it comes to Vermintide one to two, was there something that you guys were all we need to do this in two? Is there was there any driving specific like this has to be in two? It's it's like what we need to do. Um. I think uh, probably the biggest thing was to create like a better progression system, but better, more um, more choices. So the class system is probably the big thing we wanted to add. But mm -hmm. in general, we just wanted to do a do-over, basically, like do do it again and do it better and do it just like uh, because Vermintide one we did in maybe like one and a half years, a yeah. little bit more, maybe something like that. So it was pretty short development cycle and. Um, I mean, it, it turned out really good. We we're yes. super proud of it. But there, there was a lot of things that we wanted to do, and we didn't have time for to like. Um, so it was just basically getting a second chance at doing the same game again, but just doing it right this time, um, pretty much. Um, and I mean, also adding another faction was a big thing, um, uh, enemy faction that is. Uh, um, but but basically, the the thing we really wanted to do was to try to have more of a sense of progression where you sort of uh, have different classes and you unlock uh, talents and more of an RPG type of thing. We wanted can, to add more of that. And yeah. Can I ask something related to that? Um, because yeah, sure. what, what really impressed me with, with Vermintide 2 is you made every single character. I have like 150 hours in it. And that's because I took every character <laughs> to like level 30. Awesome. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed how every character played. It yeah, felt yeah. really, really well balanced for fun. Each one, just in separate ways, from mm. Salspire to to Sienna to uh, yeah. to to Kruger to to Barton and Carillion. Um, like they all felt fun in in different ways. So that was something I think you guys really, really nailed. And I'm just interested to how do you get that balance right? We have um, uh, while designing the games, we use something that we call gestalts or gestalts or yeah, I don't know really the that's English that's a pronunciation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we make up these um, 
it's sort of um, play styles, uh, right? So we have, um, um, for the melee combat, we have like a smiter, a tank, a ninja fencer, which is a made up word that we made up. And then, yeah. and then for, uh, yeah, so like the, the, the smiter, like, like the smi smiter personality likes to just hit things and it should go boom or it should die fast and stuff like that the tank likes to like keep the rest of the team alive the ninja fencer is like a um uh, what's it called like a csgo player likes to jump around uh, take like <laughs> headshots and stuff like that uh and then we just make sure that we have elements of uh, like your uh, one character or one weapon is not allowed to have all of the uh, gestalts right? right so and like karelian is the like ninja fencer <clears throat> peak of Ninja Fencer and also uh, I would say um, Salt Spire as well it's like the other side of that so they're, yeah. they're like the, the super precise you want to hit people in the head you want to be and then you have Kruber who's like a smiter tank and then you have Barden who's more of a tank or maybe a little bit smitey and stuff like that of course and then they have some weapons that allow you to sort of take a trip into another gestalt and stuff like that but that, that's sort of how we lay it out to make sure that we have the spectrum and, and try to give different players different sort of uh, if you're this type of player you will probably gravitate to this towards this play style and uh, pretty much that's how we try to do it at least um, so yeah and then and then if you like them all that's <laughs> awesome as well but I mean and that it, it makes you like if you've been playing very much of one of the characters you have gotten used to one play style and then you switch and then you realize oh i can play it in a completely different yeah. way and that's that's the good part i remember yeah. the dwarf um the crossbow and being like oh because dwarves i'm just always like man this guy's i'm gonna have to get up close it's all gonna be about soaking damage and instead i could kill some people with the crossbow and i was like okay man i can do a little bit yeah. of both and then you go in you find out yeah he's not as strong as some things but Dude, Vermintide also is probably the first game that I noticed, and I rem I think you and I talked about this on a developer podcast with Adam, but your guys' spawns are in places, so you always see them crawling. You know, you see the Skaven. Yeah. They're never... And there's a lot of games. People don't realize there's still a couple games where the enemy's right there. You see them literally come yeah. into the world, and you're like, dude, he's right there. I can see him. What's happening? And it, it does happen in our game as well, but yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I got to admit, I haven't noticed it. And it's yeah. it, like guys crawling up out of buildings and off of walls. It That just added so much for me. And being yeah. able to sort of feel like they were coming. You never knew where they were going to come from. And when they did pop up, I mean, you figured out over years or hours of playing. But I, I think after hours of playing... Almost any game is a little bit more, you know, you, you can pick it apart at some point. but The magic starts to go away. Yeah. And then also the weapon impacts. I still remember, uh, yeah. other than Messiah, yeah. Dark M Messiah, um, Might and Magic, Dark Messiah, yeah. that one had good impact. But then you get Skyrim, which people love and I love, but it's it it's there's no impact. Um, Far Cry Primal, one of my favorite yeah. games, there's minimum impact. I still remember playing the first time and hitting somebody and like i don't even know if it stopped the sword but it felt like things were hitting and the the massive increase in that the feeling of like feedback to the player was just like i remember yeah. going like oh i know i hit him versus i saw my sword like some games you just sort of swing and you're like i know i yeah. did some damage that game i'm like no that hit somebody 
And there was there's something tangible about that that, like I said, even some games I played even recently where I'm like, mm, this this combat doesn't feel we, good. We put a lot of effort into making sure that the the that that's sort of. I mean that that's sort of our secret <laughs> weapon is like we, we we have figured out how to do melee combat in first person really well. Dude, like, and not and many have, have it, it not takes, many people what? have. Yeah. No, no know, I'm sorry it, to cut you off. It is super difficult yeah. and you have to I mean you have to put a lot of effort into it. There's a lot of animation tweaking and uh, effects and and sound and everything has to be exactly right. Like we're making making um, Dark Tide now when we've sort of started over, you realize how much effort we put into getting Vermintide just yeah. right. Um, it, it's a lot of work yep. <laughs> to get that stuff right. Reg had one of the best and, games and just, of Vermintide. If you with just me. remove one element, the the magic sort of disappears. It doesn't work anymore. If you if you don't get the sound just right, it there's something you can't really put the finger on it, but there's like, it doesn't feel great. And then, so yeah, it, it all has to click to Another thing that feels great in that game is, as a dwarf, you're staring at everybody's nutsack through the entire yeah. game. And I know that, that people wanted him taller. I love it. Because I went yeah, into the was... tall grass, and I was like, oh my god, guys, I couldn't find these guys. They were like, we're <laughs> over here. And I'm like, where? Because it, it felt so awesome. And climbing to a rock and looking and going, oh, you guys are over there. It, I love that. Sorry, but go ahead. That's also a, a trick that we did that sort of paid off way more than we thought it would. Just moving the the camera of the player to like yeah. getting it low for Bardin and uh, mm -hmm. having it a little bit lower for Carillion makes you feel like when you're playing Carillion she moves faster than the other characters but gotcha. she doesn't oh and and like Saltspire is okay. a little bit taller so you feel a little bit taller and like but it, they all move exactly the same speed and but it feels like you're sort of Really Wait, I'm mind blown and... right now. They they actually move at the same speed. I was convinced Carillion was uh, faster. I, I, I in Vermintide two, <laughs> maybe Carillion moves a little bit faster. But okay, I know in okay. Vermintide one, she did not. But people, That's everybody awesome. thought that she did, but she didn't. Yeah. I'm, if you guys want to know that. that trick for sure works, because I don't know if you guys saw um, Loeb, uh, Jonah Loeb is a art director for Skyrim, did a behind the scenes on their anniversary, and he was talking about how they faked going faster with the werewolf so you can't go faster because the engine wouldn't load and it, w it was too fast so they lowered the camera and they put a zoom and so yep. they were like people thought yeah, people were yeah. like dude <laughs> it's like a thousand miles an hour and they're all no it's the same speed as the fastest horse like it's it is quite literally completely fake in thinking wow. it's going that fast but that's how that's how well you know an adjustment yeah, to a camera change to the camera perspective is like uh that's the super trick of making you feel like you're moving really fast but you're not actually yeah right no that's very cool um and then here's the next question and i love this victor when a game is being discussed before now i know that you've done vermintide vermintide too but maybe you've heard this from others but um when a game is being discussed before anything is done can you explain what that day or meeting is like? Is it just people putting their feet up, throwing ideas on a whiteboard? And this has come up a lot of times. Like, what's the, yeah. what's that? Is there a day? Or is it more no, like it's a, a, it's a Usually it's a really long, drawn out process. Mm. But the, like Vermintide came about from our game director, Anders. He, he had the idea. And I mean, back then, this is, what is it? Like six, seven years ago? Yeah. Or I mean, it's even further when we started it. So um, and and we just felt that nobody had made 
and this has completely changed lately. Yeah. <laughs> a, a really good solid co-op game for a really long time. Like Left 4 Dead, we all loved Left 4 Dead, and nobody they weren't making any new Left 4 Deads, and it we we hadn't seen any game like that for a really really long time. So we just felt like a Left 4 Dead type of game, and then a lot of people at my company are like hardcore Warhammer fans, mm -hmm. especially Anders. So he, what happened was that he called up Games Workshop's uh, customer service and said, hey, my name is Anders. I work at a games company called Fat Shark. We have done blah, blah, blah. Uh, I want to make a, uh, a, a game set in Warhammer. Uh, who do I talk to? And they're like, uh, okay, you should talk to like these people. And we, so we flew over and Anders they just sort of told them the pitch, like we want to make Left 4 Dead plus Warhammer. Uh, we think it's a great idea. It's going to be awesome. We have done all these previous uh, melee combat games, uh, War of the Roses, War of the Vikings. So we know how to do melee combat really good. Um, and they were like, yeah, sounds awesome. Let's do it. And then, so that's how it happened. Um, and like cool. Dark Tide, uh, which is like what I'm working on right now, that that is something, I mean, when we were making Vermintide, we were always like talking about, you know, we have to do it right. in 40K version. 40K, like, it's yeah. like, it would be insane not to do a 40K version of this. Like it's, it would be so awesome. So that is something we've been talking about since like doing Vermintide 1, basically. Oh, um, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's sort of a soft thing for you guys. Like it's not exact, exactly like one day everybody. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah, always I'm, joked about that. Most of the that. time, most of the time, most of the time. Yeah. Um, uh, Let's see, looking here, reading some of these. Some people are saying that, oh, love the dwarf. So unique to see the game from Dorvan eyes. Yeah. Yeah. All you see is crotches. Good job. <laughs> I, I love it, but man, it was, I, I love being, I just, yeah, the sense of scale is a big deal to me in games. And so they, they did, they did a really good job with that. I mean, he was probably my favorite character, Barton. I mean, they, they, yeah, I'm they, a, I'm a, I'm a Barton player as well. I mean, the, nice. the, the, the Iron Drake just burning uh, scores oh, of rats yeah. uh, mm. is uh, <laughs> so satisfying. Satisfying. I, you know, we and we can jump to this. Um, Microsoft has definitely got a soft spot for these kind of games. And it's funny because, like you said, nobody's been, nobody was doing them, you know? No, was. but now that has, that has changed quite a bit. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. There are so many of them. There are so many of them. Yeah, and what's, what I personally believe, and I, I'm, I fully, this is not BS, I fully believe that when a game is being made by the Vermintide creators, it's going to be different than when it's, it's just like Back for Blood was made by Left for Dead type, you know, like people sort of know some of those devs and know some of what they're doing. Or it was, actually it wasn't them though, was it? Was Back for Blood the Left for Dead guys? Rock. Yeah, okay. yeah was. I was just making sure I, I wasn't talking about they, they made the original sort of uh, mod of Half-Life and then they got brought into Valve and, and then they completed it together with Valve. Yeah, so so when when you guys <laughs> announced it, there's there is a couple times where you're like, oh, that fits, and that was one of those times where it's like, I mean, I can see why you guys would have been talking about it because it just it does fit. I'm excited to see it. I'm, war, dude, I've I've lived through some bad. Re, remember Games Workshop? Whoo, 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 they've had some bad decades where their yep. games were and horrible, and then all of a sudden. Not that they're, they have a lot of games. That's another there thing. There was Renaissance, yeah. yeah. There was, there was. And it it was cool because I'm a big fantasy uh, Warhammer fan, a little less yeah. than Warhammer 40,000. I'm more of a, I, I like to role play in that world. And the idea of finally seeing them, except for who are the guys that I hated, guys? Uh, they caught me by the neck. Is that just the man catcher? 
in Vermintide 2? The dude who catches you by... Remember, yeah, yeah, he yeah, drug yeah, yeah. that. Except yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for that. <laughs> Everything in that game is awesome except for that. I hated that guy. I was just... I just knew. Packmaster. Yes. Yeah. And I swear to God, there's a code in there that says grab carry. the Packmaster? Because I was the only the, guy the who ever got one. The, the, the guy who po who like carries you, who like gets oh, you and hooks the, you up with yeah, the yeah. with the by the neck, and it was always me. You probably <laughs> don't know Johnny because it was me every time we played. <laughs> no one else got that. I don't. He, maybe like, they hate doors. Carrick is there. Get him. Well, and the name is from Warhammer. Carrick is from Warhammer, so maybe they figured it out. But it, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Um, it's awesome to see that that continuation of Games Workshop as a success because yeah, I lived through, I lived through some bad times. Um, people are asking us to talk a little bit about uh, Dying Light 2 and the new games mm. in February. So we've talked about what we're interested in in February, right? I think most of us were yeah. saying Dying Light and Horizon Zero Dawn 2 or Warhammer 3. And uh, Elden Warhammer Ring. 3 and Elden Ring. Jeez, see, that's the problem. February is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Victor, when you get stuff like this, I know you can't play a lot of games. Um, even if you weren't working, like you said, you have you have mm. children and all this stuff. Do you do you sort of watch other games that aren't? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I watch a lot of YouTube clips and stuff like that and, and Twitch and, and stuff like that, yeah. Sure. And do you sort of identify like a game like you want to get in a year when you're not busy or or how do you go about buying a game as a developer? What do you do? Do you just do you wait for a sale like a lot of people or are, do you jump in right away on some games? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I buy a lot of games and, and uh, with like Game Pass and stuff like that nowadays, I just download whatever i feel like but yeah, yeah. uh but yeah, yeah I, and also we do like we buy a lot of games for the company as well that we can sort of try out and, mm -hmm. and see things and stuff like that so yeah. see good yeah, ideas like, pretty much yeah, yeah yeah exactly uh but i'm i'm really i i i'm i haven't been a big like souls guy I, I, they are they, they are too difficult for me yeah or like too stressful mm -hmm. i i can't take too stressful games i just freak out but i'm actually very keen on Elden Ring. I, the, the whole sort of um, Souls plus Zelda type of vibe really um, yes. uh, is turning yeah. me on. So that that's something I am excited for. So I, I hope I hope I can sort of stomach the the anxiety of playing a Souls game and and power through. Reg, are you getting Elden? Because I know you're not a Souls fan, but are you getting Elden? I'm thinking about it because I like the the last one that came out and I played that to about a third of the way through until I corrupted my save game, which then <laughs> uh, which one would have been the last one, Reg? Would have been Sekiro? Uh, for, for, for me, no, no, not Sekiro. I'm thinking that of uh, Dark, Dark Souls, Souls 3. 3. Right? Yeah. That is one of the best Dark Souls. That yeah. one is a nice yeah. It, yeah. it's like their something about it you know where things come together and you're like all right i get i get your idea yeah dark souls dude elden ring also you can't you cannot um say enough about adding mobility so that people can feel like they can escape yeah. the horse i know that some people saw the horse and they're like what the hell and the horse is riding straight up a cliff which even caused me to be like what but <laughs> at some point you know you're an undead dude anyway so it's like you have to throw your your you know your rationality to the wind it, yeah, it looks yeah. and and it's a painterly bob ross look see that's the other thing about elden ring man it doesn't it's like bloodborne it does not look there's something about the way they're doing the art that looks just one step different from everything else even yeah. even dark souls their background and the color and the it 
it's it almost it's not as bad as Dr. Seuss, but there was a couple things that looked like a little warped or what a little warbly. And, and I like that. I was just like, this looks so good. It's going to be exciting to see. I'm sure it'll do well. I it seems like it'll be their number one seller. Like it just. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> there's nothing but positive. Uh, not positive, but I mean nothing but people looking forward to it. So, um, yeah, yeah. looking in here, Reg, Horizon or Elden Ring though? Horizon, right? For yeah, you? For sure. I mean, between those two, no competition <laughs> for sure. Horizon. Yeah, Horizon. I would probably honestly also play horizon before Elden ring also yeah. just because of what we've talked about right the difficulty yeah, and, yeah. it's more 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 yeah. chill more more relaxing yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's dinosaurs and neon like that's hard yeah, yeah. dude that's Robots, like dinosaurs come on i mean Robot if they added pirates and ninjas that game would be everything to everybody i mean if they figured out some <laughs> way to get like if you fight a ninja in that game i'm in it i it, that game is there's gonna be ninjas in the game <laughs> when i did um the walking the walk it's one of the most enjoyable walking the walks i did for horizon because their tech also is so f it they came from a, a background i just wouldn't have expected to nail third person that well and climbing to the top of the tall necks and all that kind of stuff was just like damn there's a lot of atmosphere to that game and to me, that's yeah. half. And I like Aloy, man. I, I mean, I think she's, I, I actually really dig her character. I think she's actually fantastic. And Lance Han, uh, Lance uh, Riddick, the voice actor of the. Yeah. Oh, dude, that guy's awesome. So, yeah, it'll be cool. And they're also really Silence. good with voices. Is that was his, that his name? The character's name, yeah. 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 Um, it reminded me of Fringe every time he shows yeah. up because of his distinctive voice. Yeah, or. or, uh, yeah. or uh, the Wire. What's the movie where he runs the hotel for the, for Keanu Reeves? Um, oh, dude, uh, John yes. Wick. John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just he's awesome. I, like I always wow. say, I, a lot of people haven't watched the show, but Spartacus had the doctor, the uh, the guy who ran the yeah, gladiatorial. Onimaeus. Onimaeus. If they had those two as like two detectives in a TV show, I don't think I could enjoy a show more. Like they're two guys that you just don't see that much. But when I've yeah. never seen Lance Reddick in something he's not good in, it's weird. Like he. He's just always good. Jared Knight, Super Chat. I remember my friend saying that he played a Dark Souls game without getting hit. I was like, why are you punishing yourself? Jared, tell your friend he's full of shit. <laughs> from Carrick, from ACG. He's full of shit. <laughs> well, you know, there are no hit challenges On runners, Twitch, but it getting takes... money for it. This guy is and a dude at his... Takes... Yeah, right. not it, it takes hundreds of hours, right? Yeah. To get yeah. To dude, dude, there's always some jackass somewhere one of your friends who's always like you tell them a story you're like hey man you know went driving racing cars and they're like i build cars you're all uh, right i did it easily i, first, I did it easily first try. i didn't yeah. even plug in the controller i just used <laughs> my mind and i played the game and you're like dude knock it off um let's see lance reddick is awesome in the show corporate i liked him in quantum break that was another game that's microsoft title quantum break unfortunately because i just don't think we'll see another one um Moving on from there, I still have a couple Victor questions. We'll hold on to those for a second. Let's go to Johnny. Let's see, Johnny, what did we cover for your topics? We covered. Do we have anything else from yours? We want to go to we want to go to Warhammer. For from Silver. Have I missed yeah, we, anything? We covered most of it. Uh, <laughs> I think Silver had some Warhammer three stuff he wanted to cover for Let's do announcements it. and stuff. Yeah, uh, we got uh, a bunch of uh, Warhammer announcements this week. Um, first of all, kind of boggles my mind. Um, multiplayer 
the campaign multiplayer will be open to eight factions, eight players, um, which <laughs> is just sort of unthinkable because, I mean, they've had sort of stability issues with two. Mm-hmm. So increasing that to, <laughs> to eight just seems like, wow, uh, getting that to run right. Um, but, uh, but if that works, that's, so- that's going to be really really interesting and and it will allow for simultaneous turns yeah thank so you, you no longer, that was going to be my question you no but longer is that, have to is that sit eight, there eight players wait. in the same map yes oh that's going to be chaos damn yeah hey that's yeah. going to be chaos i think that was a pun <laughs> he didn't yeah. he didn't plan it but there you go <laughs> exactly um yeah and they also uh, opened up but the last faction uh the demon prince who's going to be this fully customizable yeah. uh general so good. with uh really really expansive and interesting customization options and um and they actually allowed people uh, they gave the game out to streamers and allowed them to stream the first uh 50 turns of the of the campaign so uh there's actually a lot of gameplay available now for seeing how the game is going to play yep. Yep. what changes they've implemented for the campaign and stuff like that and honestly it looks really really good like the the, the diplomacy changes especially look are are especially welcome I think, um, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it now. Also sort of dreading it because that game is going to devour hours of my life. Well, <laughs> I, this is the first customizable main, right? Am I right on that? Yes, yes, dude, absolutely. I'm sure you saw it, but they showed a flash of that customization screen yep. and because it's a demon, obviously, mutations. Yep. And I was like, what? People are going to spend eight hours just in that trying to figure out if their horn is exact like because i'm a big fan of like and, and, and you can switch it you can switch it around at any time i know like, you can go from one battle to the next with two completely different forms it's wow. so cool man it's they really did up this i wasn't aware of the eight but simultaneous turns will help this i was thinking oh my god yep. can you imagine yeah. <laughs> how long that game would be like but um now here's the thing about those games if two people are in a battle, can a third person enter the battle? Uh, yes. I mean, it, uh, the two-player um, campaigns used to work in the way that where if you were playing them adversarially mm-hmm. and you went into a battle, then the other player could enter the battle and take control of the AI units Okay. and fight, and fight against you. Alternatively, if you were playing cooperatively, then you could gift control of your units to the other player and micromanage a lot more effectively, like give yeah. them control of all the cavalry or all the archers or or whatever you want it. Uh, so I would imagine that it's going to be a similar approach for for the for the multiplayer campaign for Warhammer Three. It's you know how sometimes a sequel will do everything that one game that's like it reminds me of Forza Five. It's going to be hard to right. do more than a Forza Five or there's some games like that. Um, it feels like this one is the last spit before maybe they change some stuff up because they're just putting so much into it. Um, I The big question I have is, is everybody that you used to play in two plus the DLC available in three? What I mean by that is I don't want to like buy three. Am I going to have to start over? Sort of? Right. Am I going to have to start over and rebuy those silver? Do you know, like yeah. all those races? I mean, well, be- I mean, it, it's it is a little complicated. Um, I mean, there, they, the the campaign there there are two there are going to be two campaigns in the game. So initially at release, there's only the one, 
which will only feature the 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 factions featured in Warhammer 3. So the ones that have been presented. So like the Ogre Kingdoms, Cathay, Kislev, uh, the Chaos factions. Okay. Um, uh, later on, uh, they will introduce the Mortal Empires campaign, which is the campaign that's going to incorporate the maps of the Warhammer 1 and Warhammer 2 and all the factions from those games. But in order... To- in order to have access to those factions, like to play those factions, you will need to own the games in which those factions are featured or the accompanying DLC that features them. That, that campaign is going to be absolutely massive with all yeah. those factions. I think it'll be one of those games where five, six, seven years from now, they'll you know, you'll go to Steam, whatever charts, and they'll still be like, you know, a couple thousand yeah, Peter and away, I mean, maybe more playing that. I mean, it I mean, seems we, like we are, we are, I don't know, isn't it five years now out from mm-hmm. like Warhammer 2? I think so. And I still play, I'm still playing that. And I have, I don't know, 300 hours now in that game. Like that game just takes up days because it's one of those games where you, it's civilization type, like in that way, where you sit down one evening and you go, nah, one more turn. Nah, one more turn. And then 50 turns later, it's 4, 8, 4 or 6 a.m. I think people also, um, it, you know, like it, dislike it, what have you. I think D&D, uh, as in TSR slash Wizards of the Coast now, their worlds have never been exactly riveting to me fictionally. And I think Warhammer right. 40,000, Warhammer Roleplay have always been the lizard men are like, Aztec, you know, you know what I mean? Yep. There's these, there's just these slight things. You're like, whoa, that's different. And there's an edge to it that if you don't like it, you don't like it. Usually that's what I've found. Most of my, if I introduce somebody to Warhammer 40,000 or RPG, if there's something, it's low magic a lot of times, especially in the role-playing game. And they'll be like, eh, it's not, I want to throw some fireballs, but their worlds aren't interesting. This world and these races, like that's a lot of races. I mean, I don't know how oh, many yeah. that game's going to have, but it seems like it's going to have upwards of like, you know, 20 or something when they're done. Because you have the different empires yeah. split too, don't you? Yeah, don't yeah, they split yeah, the human? Yeah. yeah, so as long as there's lizard men, I don't care. That's my favorite. Lizard men are yeah, like my... They are pretty cool. Dude, they're awesome. Like, they're just... And it, even when you read their fiction, they're great. Um, By the way, Warhammer 3 is on Game Pass. Yes, everything's on Game Pass. We might as well just say... And now feels like everything's on Game Pass. Speaking of that, Reg, you want to read free games? All right. So free games up first, or one free game on the Epic Game Store. That's uh, Relicta this week. And uh, coming next week to the Epic Game Store is Demon X Machina. Machina? Machina. 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 Yeah, not sure on the pronunciation. All right. (laughs) So going on from there, Game Pass, that's the long one usually. Uh, we have Death Store, the Hitman Trilogy, Paparazzi, Rainbow Six Extraction, uh, Wind Jammers 2, Danganronpa, Trigger Happy, Havoc Anniversary Edition, and Nobody Saves the World. Uh, and then let's see if we have anything else new. Xbox Games with Gold, we have a Ground and Space Invaders Infinity Gene. And on Xbox uh, Game Pass for the Xbox, uh, let's see if we have anything extra. No, we don't. Nope, that's it. That's it for for total. So Game Pass has got Hitman 3, 
and the then trilogy. the tri awesome. sorry the trilogy which also released on steam which i guess has the same server issues people are mad about the price which is one thing but and which is i can get why people are mad but the main thing about that game is the online requirement i hate that mm. or I we what do you want to call it? It's not a requirement, but if you don't play it's online, it's a progression requirement. Everything is yeah, you know, is bork. Yeah, that's too yeah. bad because that game is unbelievable. It's getting is it still hashed uh, silver on Steam reviews? Is it still at mostly negative? It's it's now at mixed. It's now at mixed. It's a mixed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were getting the they were getting the crap beat out of them. They were also getting the crap beat out of them for price, but I think a lot of people see price after they can't connect to the server too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if you if those two things are combined, it's you know it's even worse. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, but but I mean that that's true. But it's just the like that was the overall complaint that I saw the most commonly was just basically just a lot of posts with the, the one comment: "Why is this still full priced a year after release?" Yeah, was was the the main sort of thing people got angry about that I saw. I only saw the server stuff, but I mean, if anybody's why is still the same price, go ask Nintendo. I mean, <laughs> some companies. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, or 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 like, I mean, call, does Call of Duty drop in price a year out? No, no. I dude, I bought in uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, the one I like, the space one. I know most people didn't like it. I actually enjoyed the hell out of that, and I guess I had it on another account on Steam or something. And it was, it was like fifty nine or whatever when I bought it. It, it was ridiculous. I mean, you're talking about seven years later, eight years later. Some games don't drop. It's just the way it is. Some companies like Nintendo never do. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say people are uh, noticing it. We did. We sold 20 shirts. So thank you very much. Glad you guys like the merchandise. Um, any of those games you guys interested in? I'm interested yes. in... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to mention Death's Door, one of the best indies, in my opinion, last year. Mm -hmm. And is on there if people want to check it out. And then um, I also got recommended um, Nobody Saves the World that Reg mentioned there. Apparently that is also very enjoyable. I uh, I saw that one. That one's the sort of top-down cartoony. Mm -hmm. yep. 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 Exactly. Graphically, it's probably not my thing. Death Store was my game of the year, Zankale says. Death Store so, was uh, the one with the crows, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. Beautiful pixel art. Yeah. What were you going to say, Silver? You said also. Uh, there's also Paparazzi, uh, a game about uh, photographing dogs. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, pup. yeah. 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 <laughs> That's all the game is? Is photographing? Yes. Pretty much. Really? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, you're not a paparazzi if you're oh, photographing paparazzi, dogs. Oh, paparazzi. Not paparazzi. Like paparazzi. Oh, pop. Not pop. Pup. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> come wow. on, guys. Come yes. on. I mean, Come Johnny, on. come on. You you should appreciate that one. No, even I <laughs> yeah. don't. Even I don't. You know, the thing is, is um, especially when you look at... But, I mean, it's a very charming and adorable game. Um, and the fact that it's out and about and people can get it is sort of cool. I mean, people can yeah. make some crazy stuff, you know, especially indie devs. Well, anybody. I mean, yeah. if, it, it, it's just very cool to see the flexibility to see some of the games we're seeing now. You know, if you ignore the adult hentai weird crap on Steam... And you look at the normal game. There's so many crazy titles that I'll go on. I'll go on YouTube and I'll accidentally spell a game wrong, and I'll get five other new games. You know that, and yeah. some of them looking like incredible. Um, so it's very cool to see those kind of things. And then the next up. So, 
I mean, speaking of that, we could do the indie game of the week. Yeah, we'll um, just do it in a row. Go for it. Um, it's actually one that I missed from late last year called uh, Steel Armor. Continue. I got to um, help my dog. He's just a side-scrolling action game uh, in the vein of like old um, Genesis uh, Super Nintendo SNES uh, games. Um like may type of Mega Man uh, style. It's uh, it has really really amazing pixel art, really really detailed. Like the the frames of animations, there are so many frames that it looks really really fluid. Uh, it, it just looks exceptional. Um, it's fairly short, but uh, you can ramp up the difficulty and make it a bit longer. Um, you don't really have any progression. You just you 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 keep what you go in with from the beginning and. And, come and end the game with um it's satisfying uh enemies are satisfying and fun to fight um it's just a good old school side schooling shoot 'em up um that i really recommend people take a look at as i get back and he's done what was the game called sorry i had to help my steel, dog uh steel armor steel armor is it a and it's a side scrolling shooter uh correct okay uh, steel assault sorry not steel armor steel assault like old Metal Gear kind of game, or what was that one? Uh, Metal uh, Slug, Mega, more 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 like a Mega Man or hmm. um, Gun uh, Gunstar Heroes, I think it is. Um, oh, Gunstar Heroes was good. Uh, Wizard of Smoke, five dollars super chat. Happy Friday to the best gaming podcast around. Anyone else experiencing the Hitman series for the first time, like I am? And which of the three is the best? Victor, uh, have you done Hitman three or Hitman at all? No, not not the new ones. Actually, I played the like original mm -hmm. two i think like one and two like the previous one and two uh but i, I can't do stealth games i don't have the patience <laughs> i just i just gotcha. uh i just fuck up all the time like i i i, I don't know uh, it doesn't click with me I, I don't have that type of like waiting around i, I know the new ones you, you can be more uh Active. creative and do yeah. more insane yeah. stuff i yeah. but i haven't uh, sure. gone around to playing it but yeah i, I play the old ones the really old ones um, silver of all these, which do you like best? One, two, or three? I mean, it's hard not to say three because you can yeah. roll one and two into it, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. So that would be that would be my answer. Uh, mm. Like that, that's the culmination. It's, I mean, some of the levels in three are are really really stellar. It's it, it is like with with a lot of developers where you see them really taking what they've learned through their previous iterations of the game and then just sort of like like with uh FromSoft and Dark Souls 3, right? Yeah. And then just taking yeah. all those le lessons and 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 make, making them come to fruition. I'm happy to see that kind of stuff too like Dark Souls or like this where they do get a chance to do especially Hitman which had some issues financially. Um yeah. two had the issues with cutscenes and I remember talking to them and you know they were they're running out of money and it's like who's going to publish it and then finally sort of getting control of it and seeing them and the ability to take what you have in three and use it in one that's rare almost no yeah. game lets you take a weapon or whatever from the third title and go backwards into a completely yeah. different level and use it and it wasn't everything but it was enough that you were like wow there's a lot going on here um when i did the walk in the walk sepianza 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 when i did a walk in the walk there it was crazy to be able to do a walk in the walk of a single level in Hitman. That's how big and and like ingenious they exactly. are. Yeah. Oh man. Um Brian, Byron Cutler says talk about WWE 2K22. What about it? 
I've seen him post a bunch of times. He's very much a WWE fan, but I don't think I have much to add about, uh, are they going to charge you for your beard and your hair to be different colors like they did in <laughs> NBA? Dude, I'm sorry, guys, but their monetizations, they're on crack. I don't know what's going on. Their monetization, it was NBA, right? Yeah, that I had to buy, mm -hmm. die yeah. for my beard and die for my hair so that they were the same. Like that and, is- And you don't even unlock it. But you have to pee every time. That's another thing. Wow. You paid yeah. and you didn't unlock it. Dude, it was oh, it was so bad. So, um, pay hey. Pay as in money? Pay? Yeah, money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cash. Dude, 2K. What? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When, when I reviewed it, people were like, wait, this can't be possible. And I'm like, watch what happens. And I showed it in my review. And it was separate. Paid it. Didn't even unlock at the time. You're just and, like, and it's like normal colors. Yeah, black. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. They and and I don't know if they fixed it in that game. Um, but their monetizations had gotten so crazy that you know when we talk about NFTs, um, they're one of the companies that I'm so nervous about NFTs and and right. you know the the tokens and all that kind of stuff because, like, they. <laughs> They just don't, and the one developer I was talking to, he doesn't even work in the game industry anymore, right when he left, which is only a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, listen, their idea is that we're putting, not theirs in 2K, but his company, they stated we're putting NFTs in the game regardless of any negative reaction of gamers, because the amount of money we can make on NFTs dwarfs replacing the entire audience. And I was like, what? But I see it, because NFTs, there's so much money in NFTs that I can see you know, it's going to replace microtransactions, man. And did you guys see the financial analyst uh, was saying that their expectation is 95% of games within seven years will, you know, have some kind of NFT in it. So let's just destroy the world. Yeah. <laughs> NFTs bother the hell out of me. Name band I mean, again. We already are. So we are $20 <laughs> super chat. If there were a mirror on the wall, who on this panel would be the fairest of them all? Victor. It's definitely Victor. Yeah. Victor, listen, guys, we got faces that are great for radio, but right, exactly <laughs> yeah. great right? for radio, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. my own wife looked at my beard today, and I always comb it out so it's huge when I wake up. So I surprise her. <laughs> she looked at me and she's like, "Dude, you look like a Russian from an old Street Fighter game. Like, would you <laughs> calm that thing down?" Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely Victor. Um, moving on from there. I'm going to look at news for a second, but Johnny, I wanted to make sure that we got to the patron questions in the discord because I didn't last time okay. and we had some good ones. And then I had told them to ask some questions of Victor. Okay. So, uh, let's go to the discord. This one from Kenken Grumpet. That's <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. Ken Kenken Grump Grumpet. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Okay. Aside from you, and other independent game reviewers like like skill up and writing in games are there <clears throat> are there any reputable game reviewers that are not IGN and Kotaku on <clears throat> I apologize on an additional note do you think the authors of clickbait controversial articles from said media outlets are forced to write those and feel guilty doing so or do they not have a barometer your reviews are informal and entertaining, and so are the ones with the return of X plays Adam Sassler, whose format is similar with the addition of discussion debate. Yeah, I like I like Adam Sessler's stuff. He's got some weird politics, but I can separate that. Um, 
because I think he was the guy that said you should dox people. And I was like, what? You know, because he was he was getting a lot of attacks personally, which sucks. Um, writing on games is incredible. And he's like the person that I'm telling everybody, if you want to see somebody, and he almost quit YouTube a couple weeks ago. He did a video right after I pimped him a couple times on the channel. Writing on games is awesome. Is there any other somebody? I don't watch a lot of reviews because I'm pretty much busy doing them. So if you guys have any, I, I have one. Um, like one, one, one of the go-to resources I have for like indie games is a small, very small indie channel called I Dream of Indie. Um, I Dream of Indie. Yeah. Okay. They basically just exclusively uh, review indie, smaller indie games. Uh, like they do. I think it's all. I think they're up to now to doing like one review a day, for uh, for smaller oh, wow. indie games. Okay. All right, so there's one. Anybody else? And they're and they're they're oh. short. They're like uh, four or five minutes. Uh, Was that a ding at me for a twenty minute review? Not at all. <laughs> I'm just. <joking. laughs> uh, do you guys have any, Victor? You got any that you watch if you get a chance, or do you watch any I'm walkthroughs thinking. or anything? Uh, honestly, I watch your uh, reviews usually. Uh, I watch Skill Up as well, um, and then I usually like browse around quite a lot but the, the one those are the two ones that i usually like uh come back to over and over but then I, I i i like i take snippets from a lot of them to try to get a bigger picture yeah um yeah and i, I can't think of any like uh, no i think the oh. best bet is to grab a couple yeah. you know like you yep. know that's why i told people to go watch other reviews on extraction because i was like this is what i think yeah. and i know a lot of people are you know, there's some hyperbole going on in clickbait stuff. There were some really bad ones for extraction, which were just heinous. But when you look at, like, reviews, you probably should grab a couple because not everybody's going to like everything. You know, yeah, sports exactly. game, yeah. right? Like, if I'm reviewing a sports game, it's got to be UFC. <laughs> oh, thank you. KCPB did mention somebody. I've watched two reviews, and I actually... Um, I do, you know, you don't have to agree. I hate when people say that. Of course, you don't have to agree. But I, I do like the way he puts them together is G-Man. G-Man, if you guys have ever seen. He actually, um, he's actually one that's popped up a couple times that I've really liked. But I think overall, just check him out. I do like PC Gamers more than I used to. Because Silver and I always, like, dis <laughs> disagreed on PC Gamer. Um, I don't know what it was about some of their stuff I didn't like. But in the last couple times, and well, they, they, I mean, they, they, they did give uh, Dragon Age 2 uh, like a 90 plus score. Yeah, I know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but no, I, um, you know, look at Cyberpunk. Some people said to go get that day yeah. one. So I, I think when you look at it, that, yeah, go check out a bunch of people. I mean. Also, um, before we forget, abbreviated, abbreviated reviews. Indio. Um, Indio, yeah. Yeah, guys, abbreviated reviews, they're like two to three minutes long. It's, uh, it's better than. Most reviews, they're funny. Indio is gen is genuinely funny. You know, um, like, yeah. I know some people hate my humor, even though I don't do it as much. But like in the old days, people would be like, why are you talking about chickens fighting each other? And I'm like, dude, because it's fun. It's just a it's just a joke. Indios are genuinely hilarious sometimes. So, yeah, I would I would for sure pimp his and say you should check his out. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't like PC Gamer. Well, I'm saying I do now. Or more. I don't know if PC Gamer. They. I'm sure they have multiple reviewers. That's the thing. Oh, Gene they do. Park. I mean, it depends and on review. Yeah. So review. Gene Park, Washington Post. Um, I've been randomly catching his stuff. We follow each other. We talk a little bit on Twitter. I don't even know how I found out about him because normally I don't read reviews very much. But Gene Park, um, 
sometimes he likes a game more than me or whatever, and I'm, I can't figure out why he likes something. But once I read his stuff, there's only about three people I know who have a good amount of context, you know, in their reviews. A lot of right. times you're just like, dude, you know, that there's not a lot of context. Like, I know people were getting on skill up big time for extraction because he was just like, this is boring, but wasn't saying there wasn't a lot of context. We all have that issue. Um, I've done it as well, but I think for sure, um, writing on games in Yo, Gene Park does a good job. That's about it. Check whoever you like and whoever speaks to you. That would probably be the best bet. What what else we got? This Johnny? also, I I just want to slip in here a, a question for Victor based on what you were discussing because one thing is watching reviews for games like we do, but you know you put out a game that you worked on. For Ooh, like two yeah. years, right? Or so. So for you, what for you? What is that day like? Where you know the embargo is up and reviews are popping, and it's not just one, right? It's like everybody's reviewing your game. How is that day for you? And what what you know? What has the experience been like with something like Vermintide Two or or other games? Yeah, good question. I mean, the, the, with Vermintide and Vermintide Two, we were lucky and got a lot of good reviews. So then it's awesome. <laughs> like I remember, we had like a, a release party and we got the the review score <laughs> from PC Gamer. Nice. And say what you want about PC Gamer, but PC Gamer is a really big. Yes. Yeah. Like, no, they are. Yeah, yeah. And also for me personally, like PC Gamer used to be the magazine I read when I was like yeah. 14 years old. It yep. was always on my nightstand. Yep. And like, I remember reading PC Gamer and like thinking, how do you make games? It's, it sounds, it's, it's like magic. <laughs> you can't do that. And then like being in PC Gamer getting, I can't remember what you got. We got like a really good score, like 90 or something like that. It was like, Wow. <laughs> we were like running around <laughs> hugging each that's other. awesome yeah, that was a big moment but but like reading the reading or seeing the bad reviews hurts a hell of a lot like it's uh but, but it's the same it's the same with like proper reviewers and also like reading um comments and uh, like steam reviews and stuff like that it's a it's a rabbit hole you don't want to go down right. <laughs> often like, like it's a it can be um you have to do it, but it, it can be really depressing as well. If you if you're getting because the thing is like you get you get maybe let's say we had a, a thousand reviews and there were twenty that were really bad. You only focus on the really bad. Oh ones. yeah, it's like yeah. It's like you like instantly forget about the nine hundred and eighty really positive ones and look at like okay, there's one guy here that really hates the game, and you go and yeah. So it's uh, yeah, but but I mean it is. Getting good reviews is a hell of a lot of fun. Getting bad reviews is um, really tough. I mean, because you've been sp you spent, like you said, like two years working on that game, uh, yeah. or more even. Um, so then failing is a really uh, it's horrible. But um, wow. yeah. luckily, with the last two games, so the last six years of my life has been very positive, and, and yeah, and it's and and also like our games have over the years gotten better and better and better scores so it's a nice sort of progression yeah early on we were happy just getting like a three it was like yeah we got a three they're positive <laughs> and now you sort of yeah, the expectations are going up but yeah um, I, I, I'm, I'm dreading i'm dreading releasing dark tide that i'm working on right now <laughs> because of yeah. that it is it's a it's a, it's a, it's a it's such a weird time you, you sort of want to be happy but then you get a bad review or something like that and you feel really down and it's a mix of emotions but making games in general i can tell you is a 
roller coaster of emotions. Like it's it's a long stretch of time, and it and like games when you're making them suck. They are so bad. <laughs> like you, they, they, you can't imagine how bad a game is before you are done with it. So it's like you have to have the sort of uh, imagination of like it's gonna be good when we get uh, all of this. That yeah, the division and just sort of have the yeah faith that it will be good. Well, when we are done with everything, we get rid of all the gray boxes and all that stuff. Yeah. It's going to look awesome. We have made it before. It's going to be good. So, yeah. Um, VN says, you didn't get lucky, Victor. You guys worked hard. And while there were bugs, your main yeah, gameplay, yeah, sure. Killing Rats, was really, really good and polished, which is true. It is just Killing Rats. Yeah. And yet, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's and awesome. And Beastman. After, <laughs> and Beastman. And, yeah. and Beastman. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it. I, it is weird, especially because human brains, that's how we work. Like, you focus on the bad. And you get people who say they don't focus on the bad. And certainly I know that, like, if people come at me, I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, you deal with real stuff in real life. But that 42-inch screen in front of you, if you're a developer, can be your window to the world. And the idea of yeah, seeing a bad also... review. <laughs> and, I mean, it's, all, it's also the... It's in the bad reviews you will find the things that you actually probably need to fix. Mm. So you have to read the bad reviews, even though many of them might be like unfair or anything. Yeah. Like it's, but they uh, may but pick a real point, are, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's somewhere in there is the truth about what is wrong, and you won't want to fix that. So you have to sort of wade through the right. negativity and all that stuff to find like, okay, we probably should fix this thing because it's obviously a problem. Um, and yeah. Just track Reg. He rarely does reviews. When he does, it's either really good or really bad. How many reviews? You don't. You don't do a lot of reviews, right, Reg? Unless it's really no. good or really bad. Yeah, I, I know oh. of my Steam history. I got like seventeen or something, and it's seventeen total because reviews. Because it's st standout good or standout bad. Let's go. Sorry, I'm just listening to my phone. I yes, I still have a landline, so I don't have to have my cell phone connected to the internet. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the idea of being a developer behind the scenes. If anybody wants to know how tough it can be, I, I tease the shit out of cyberpunk because there was some questionable stuff. However, when he came, when their, when their CEO came up and he did the inner, he did a video and he's like, this game is not where we want it to be, blah, blah, blah. He looked rough. He looked like somebody who had been taken and just beat the shit out of, like you could tell it doesn't, you know, whatever somebody's done prior, I like I could tell that that was hitting them, honestly, like sliming them. And you know, everybody, no developer wakes up and says, "Man, we're gonna make a shitty game today." Yeah, yeah. no, it's <laughs> never yeah. happened. And so, the idea of the of this guy, you know, they did some stuff. Like I said, there are some stuff that, um, you know, n not a big fan of, but overall, that had to have been a rough. I watched him talking, and I was like, I still have my issues with the game but not the developer. I mean, I yeah. I do it got in it got where it is because of some bad decisions, but um that it, it has to be about the game. And I think I did go after a couple devs in the old, you know, in the old days where now I'm like, yeah, if if I hit on one guy or or the lead, who knows, you know, like if that right. one person had any it, there's there's a thousand things that could go could go wrong. It's best to just go at it as as this game is not where it should be versus attacking a person it's a lot That's easier rough. doing a bad game than it is doing a good game. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so i mean you guys with dark i will say this 
I, I actually know where you're coming from because that was sort of going to be a question, but I didn't want to skew negative. But you guys have progressively gone up in score. And the honest truth is Warhammer fans are notoriously cranky. And they just, yep. they are some cranky bitches. And I'm one of them where I'm like, this lizard man is not exactly as 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 tall as he should be, you know, because we're <laughs> nerds, right? It's five foot eight. So you guys having dark tide coming, what, how, I, I don't want to skew negative, but you know, you have to hit some things from Vermintide in, in, in dark tide, you know, successes and stuff. Do you guys have... I don't want to call it counseling, but do you guys have a prep where you're like, okay, people like prior to Vermintide two, when it came out, does, does everybody come together and say, okay, just everybody be aware. There's going to be some people who hate this. Like, how do you handle it? Uh, like that? Yeah, okay. Like, like coaching before like coaching uh, people... to perfect yeah. word. Yeah. To protect. <laughs> the, the... <laughs> not, not more than maybe like a speech by our CEO oh, or okay. somebody like that, like on a Friday meeting, like saying, okay, we're about to release this. Some mm -hmm. people might have opinions and don't take it personal and stuff like that, but no, not really. But, but um, it, it more, more happens when we notice that some people are sort of uh, down diving too deep into the, the, the well of uh, sadness and depression. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, like think about it like look at the positive stop like maybe don't read the steam reviews for a while and just continue forever and and also we we do stuff where um our um community guys they will sort of uh, aggregate all the feedback so we don't actually have to read it ourselves right. because it can be really detrimental to actually getting work done when mm -hmm. there is stuff right. that, that is like all over the place people are saying mean things you get sort of yeah i don't know if i want to do this anymore so yeah yeah, yeah. so so we, we try to do it like that but yeah no 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 real sort of but i mean the thing with warhammer we knew that people would be super uh like uh, i don't know anal is the right, right word but like very perfect with like the the rules and everything off. and so so we are extremely hard on on our, ourselves like we, we don't do stuff just because we, we make sure that it fits and it stays to what is true in Warhammer. And also we have a super tight relationship with Games Workshop. They approve everything we do. So, yeah. You know, I don't know if this question is too specific or, but um, the Winds of Change update for, for yeah, Warhammer. Yeah, Winds of Magic, yeah. Mm -hmm. Winds of Magic, sorry. Uh, yeah. From what I remember, I didn't really get to play it much uh, at yeah. launch, but that that was somewhat controversial from what I remember in terms of like the the reception you got from it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. When what what yeah. that was like, compared to like, yeah, that the, was... the more positive reception for like the initial. Exactly. Release. Yeah. Yeah, Winsomatic got a pretty bad uh, like Steam reviews at this uh, and stuff like that. We we got pretty hit by it because we did some changes that might have been uh, we didn't really think about the consequences of some of the changes we did we we, we then stepped back a bit from those some of those and, and did some uh, tweaks to it so it's i think it's now it's in a better place but we we, right. we were trying to uh the thing that we were trying to do was we were trying to create a sort of game mode that had increasing difficulty so we needed to do something to be able to sort of ramp up the difficulty uh, and then so we did some stuff to how like staggers and things like that work to be able to increase staggers and stuff like that and to be able to have you 
increase in your power to be able to go further down the rabbit hole sort of and but but we didn't really realize how a very small small change would uh, sort of affect the players that have been playing effect. the game for a really really long time and have it sort of down to a um, like what's it called a, like a motor skill it's like mm -hmm. they don't right. they're not even thinking about what they're doing and and even the smallest little change really messed with their sort of flow so it, it uh, um, so we had to sort of step back on that uh, mm -hmm. decision just to uh, fix it so yeah it, it happens i mean we, we didn't mean to make it yeah. worse we were trying <laughs> to make it better but you know yeah uh, it's funny you were talking about that um street fighter i talked to a guy who developed the original street fighter 2 and he was telling me that if you ch you know you change one hit point of something exactly. but it's you you're and you may even have you know people who know that but they try to explain like the consequences of it and a developer will be like no because the fight will last a little bit longer or whatever which we want and they're like no you can't do that it's one of the reasons why difficulty we talk about difficulty in the discord all the time because what i hate in difficulty is just adding hit points right because yeah, then you're yeah. hit you're like no i'm kill i'm hitting with an axe like dude at some point a dude's gonna die from this and yet you're you're spamming and they're sponging and you're like, what is going on here? And it can be really difficult to make even one small change. And like you said, if it's their motor skill, if that's what they're like used to and they're not getting that result, I can see people being like, what the hell is going on yeah. here? Um, what else do you got there, Johnny? Right. So next question from old Slappy. <laughs> How does the, these names, man. How does the... <laughs> How does the gaming industry reduce the negative impact shareholder pressure has on oh. game development? A large representation of shareholders investing in the gaming industry are companies like BlackRock, who has very little insight into the gaming industry. Yeah, Victor, you guys, I mean, your guys, this is all inter, you know, your funding is all just you guys, right? You don't have... Uh, well, it's, it's changed now, right? but oh, has it? Yeah, no, no, yeah. Well, now we do. We're actually oh. owned by Tencent nowadays. So, oh, right, I uh, forgot. It's okay. different now. But yes, when we created Vermintide, we uh, it was one. Uh, Vermintide one and Vermintide two was one hundred percent self-funded by us, so we had all the power to say and do whatever we wanted. And and uh, honestly, it's the exact same now. Even though we are owned by Tencent, we still have complete power of doing what we want. So that nothing has changed really um but yeah i, I think it, like this is me personal like very personal opinion i i think uh, um, making games with uh, and like the stock exchange can be a really bad combination because it's you don't want to like make there's it's impossible to say when a game will be fun like uh, yeah. so it's it's really difficult to know exactly and, and we are always working in chaos sort of like we don't know what we are doing 100 percent. we we don't know how it, is it going to take two weeks to make this enemy fun we don't know it's like yeah well, it's probably going to take two weeks and then but then it took four weeks or five weeks mm -hmm. or a year or two years uh because it's uh, it's sort of you we, we are always um trying to do stuff that we haven't done before mm -hmm. right um so so it's really hard to tell is this going to work out how we imagine it to so so if you then have a date sort of you have to release at this time it's gonna be really hard to guarantee a good product so and also i, I like there's gonna be weird decisions that might be made that 
effect, like that isn't probably in the service of the, the game, maybe always because like shareholders, they want to make money, right? So yeah, it, it it's the wrong motivation, uh, or it can be. So so no, it's probably not the. But at the same time, it can allow you to make games that you couldn't do before and stuff like that. So it's it's a give and take. Yeah, Reg, any thoughts on investors driving game dev? I, I think the more important is probably who is the head of the company, even if you yep. have investors on board. Gotcha. Like if the CEO, for example, himself is uh, basically just in it for the money and doesn't care about games, then that's a whole different story than if you have someone who seems at least seems to be in for games. Did you do you uh, real question to you then you look at uh, Embracer, you know, mm and all of their stuff and i i i think it was you and i but i know i've talked about it in the discord remember when embracer came out and he started buying these he said listen our goal is not to make triple a games and it's not yeah. to spend millions upon millions it's to make good games at a cost Small, um, smaller games that yeah. uh, give us a solid profit does yeah. he feel like a medium ground to you then like half half in half out like that's, I mean, that's the way he comes across to me yeah I mean, it, it, it seems seems like uh, they are going for a specific market segment. Like, mm -hmm. we're not going for the AAA market. We're not looking to spend massive amounts of money, but we're going for the maybe AA side of things. We want to provide good services. We want to pro provide good games. So that was an important part in that, uh, that still make a profit. So I think that's that's a pretty happy medium, yeah. Yeah. It's not like like a, a game first super optimist who ignores maybe the completely ignores the business side of things and the facts that exist there and not not someone just in it for the money either. You don't happen to be talking about Ken from BioShock. Are you? <laughs> Did you see Ken no. Levine get No. They wrote a, it wasn't a hit piece but there was a journalist who wrote up um you know a, they keep dropping auteur or whatever, you know, like artiste and it's like right. it, it sometimes to me that just paints them as poor. Like, it's like, come on, guys. They, like, it, may, it pinky up shit, which Ken is. Ken's talked about it. He destroys stuff. He's like, don't like it, destroy it. And I know that that's hard, but it's funny you were mentioning he he is that guy who will just keep making stuff and remaking stuff. And, you boy, if I was an investor, that he would not be somebody I'd buy. That's Like, I would not buy anything Ken was making. I would certainly love it and play it. But there's some developers who do have that extended, we're just going to make it forever. And you're like, dude, yeah, is this Chris ever? Roberts. I mean, Chris Roberts <laughs> from <laughs> yes, those, from Star those, those are the kinds of developers though who definitely profit from some oversight, because you do have the the developers and and the people with the mindset who just keep themselves trapped in some kind of perfectionist loop, yeah. uh, and those people definitely need someone to say, okay, enough is enough. We have to move on to the next thing. It's good enough now. Listen, Reg, I'm going to fight for Star Citizen forever. But <laughs> it's so funny because Freelancer, one of my favorite games, and Chris, you know, like you just see all of this money and all the... And to me, I've got my money out of it. I only spent 50 bucks, you know, fly my spaceship. I've already got... But that's gone forever. I mean, guys, 2013. Yeah, no, that's that's never going to be finished. Right. Isn't that... I keep forgetting that I own it. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> that's nuts it's like zombioid i don't know if you guys yeah. that, so it's zomboid. just yeah, or project zomboid, zomboid yeah. sorry i got that prior to even knowing youtube was a thing like that i could 
make videos. Wow. It Dude, was that that the first version of that released, I believe, before Desura was a thing. That indie platform. It did, and that's coming on. That it came and, and, and went. It's that's still nuts. It's it's and admittedly that game is good and it was enjoyable back when I bought it. But yeah, we do see we do see some long term stuff that I'd like to get. I'd like to get short up. It's weird though with like Ken. I love everything he's done too. I do like all the, right. I think everything he's done, I've genuinely enjoyed. So sometimes I'm like, well, I, I, but I just don't know if I've genuinely enjoyed like infinite. Uh, what was that? Bioshock infinite or infinity? Infinite. 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 I don't know if I enjoyed no. infinite as much as how harsh it was to make. If that trade-off is there. like, I enjoyed right. it, but it wasn't like the classic, like maybe Bioshock was, but yeah, it's always interesting to see Peter Molyneux is one who's always interesting as a business person to sort of track and be like, whoa, what's the plan today? You know? Yeah. He did the NFTs, which worked out quite yeah. well for him. So what, what else you got, Johnny? Questions? This question from Raven to Victor. How strict is the enforcement in regards to artistic license for Games Workshop oh, IPs? Good question. Um, pretty strict. I mean, there's... Um, everything has to look like it looks basically mm -hmm. it needs to be what it is that they have they are pretty they are very protect protective of their ip and and the look of things so yeah we, we have to really adhere to the style of uh, like the minis and stuff like that but what we usually do is we scour through old books and stuff like that and find things references that have already existed and use those to sort of prove our point when we want to do something um but i mean it's also we we want to make it true to what it is like right. it should yes. look like a warhammer or 40k like it should be that's what we're making right so we just want to what we want to do is sort of take what's a little mini tabletop figure and try to figure out how will this look in like real life or close to real life in some kind of yeah. exaggerated uh, reality uh so so yeah i mean it is sometimes it could be like are you kidding me like do we really have to make it exactly like this because like but 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 at the same time it's that's how it should be like so it's, uh, it's yeah you like didn't a, buy the i or you guys didn't get the ip to turn around and make the characters look nothing like the ip uh, exactly <laughs> that would exactly. be amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey i have a question victor you guys used to use um the game engine was it adobe's game engine what you guys used to use? Uh, Autodesk. Autodesk, I'm We're sorry. We're still doing that, yeah. You're it's, still it's doing Autodesk. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but we, we built that engine. Gotcha. I mean, we, 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 that's, how we, that's how we got the money to do Vermintide 1. Oh. We, uh, we had a, a sister company called Bitsquid that mm -hmm. created that game engine. And we, we uh, sort of co-developed it with them. Mm -hmm. And then we sold that engine to Autodesk. And then oh, it very became cool. Stingray. So we sure. are still using a version of that engine, but it's like, it's a, I mean, Autodesk, they, they canceled the engine after a couple of years. Mm -hmm. So we, we are, I think there are some other studios that are still using it, but the version that we have is like our own, your own thing. Uh, yeah. Development of that engine, but it, it, we are still using like the, the same engine. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, what else we got, John? Cool. So next question from Branocchio. If Xbox adds Game Pass to Sony's platform down the line, do you think <laughs> Xbox will make Sony have their exclusives come to PC one day? And then he slides in a second question. It's a bit cheeky, but uh, he said, do you think we'll get as many delays this year as we did in 2021? Yes. Yeah. 
agree. on the delays for sure on the delays basically because yeah, nothing's changed or we haven't had like a dude COVID has destroyed companies they've destroyed i mean the people i've talked to at microsoft um that i know that are like you know extended family or friends of family um it's affected even big core it's affected everybody and it has slowed things down and i can only assume that that's everywhere uh for example i did talk to somebody whose job listen to this this is a company 37 people guess what they had always worked from home by covid affecting other companies delayed their game six months not wow. them they were requiring things from contractors including art yeah. all kinds of stuff it all because those people have to work from home their efficiencies change now at some point people are going to get back on track for sure but I mean, it's hard to get back on track when you don't know what's happening tomorrow. When like some companies are like, hey, come back to work. Whoops, guess not. <laughs> and you know, so yeah, sure, we'll get some yeah. delays. But I'm more interested in this Xbox. So he's thinking, X right. <laughs> so Game Pass on PlayStation, they'd have to be ported anyway. I mean. Right, exactly. Like, so. That seems very unlikely, I would think. What do you think, I don't Victor? See that yeah, okay. No, I, that, <laughs> this is very unlikely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've talked about Game Pass on Switch for streaming the cloud because mm -hmm. the cloud has made some yeah. some improvements, but um, I, that'd be a third version of of Xbox. We've already got two that have issues. The store on the PC barely ever works. Sorry, Microsoft, but you get, whoever's making the Windows Store really. <clears throat> and, well, they, need... they, they say they remade it right from the ground it's, up. No, they didn't. <laughs> if if the same mods, hacks, and everything people have used forever still work, then whatever they changed didn't change a lot of the fundamentals. I'll remade it brick by brick. In the Isn't same that? Wouldn't way. you agree, Reg? You know programming. Absolutely. Well, and Johnny Absolutely. knows programming. But I mean, Absolutely. If if they actually recreated anything in that code. They did so by copying everything about the old one. <laughs> All the quirks. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So it, yeah, we we remade it by just copying Sorry, it over. Copy created a, yeah. created <laughs> a new repository. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just wanted to get your guys' idea because you never you never quite know. But it's a good question. But yeah, Xbox on PlayStation probably not. Next question. Probably not. Astros says to Victor. Does Fat Shark have any plans currently to include NFTs or blockchain elements in current or future games? What did those discussions internally look like as a developer? What are your personal thoughts on NFTs in gaming? Uh, right now, no, no plans at all. Um, we haven't really discussed it that much. I mean, we, we discussed it like anybody else discusses it, like as a seeing the world thing that is going changing. on. Yeah, yeah, well, what is going on, but not as a thing that we would actually do um personally like super personally i really don't like it uh i think it especially the whole sort of um i i think it creates the completely wrong motivation for playing a game like um a game a game should not be about making money or like uh, it's not a good thing like uh, uh the, the game it, it it will it will just be a very bad sort of community type of thing that will happen and it's not a good thing if, if you're if you're playing the game to make money or to be able to sell something in the game to somebody else that's not going to be you're not playing it for the right reasons and that's not just it's going to end up badly like motivation when while making games is probably one of the most important things of game design like 
yeah. what are we what are we telling the players that they should be doing and if you have even the slightest in in like um, incentive uh, incentive it, uh, incentive to do something that is bad for the game it's gonna go haywire very quickly so like like we have rules in vermintides this is a co-op game we don't do any uh like um challenges or quests or anything like that that would make players in the same game have different incentives gotcha like you don't you don't want to have a um like um i need to kill a thousand uh, uh skaven to or like uh, um uh, or yeah, yeah. Uh, to to finish this quest so i'm just going to stand here and wait while you guys uh to i want to get i only need 200 more okay i'm not even on that quest so i don't care so that's so so we're very sort of we we really 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 don't want to do stuff like that so it it hampers us from coming up with ideas so it's 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 not a <laughs> it makes it harder for us but we still don't want to do it like co-op is the most important thing for us so yeah. i appreciate that that's for sure yeah what else we got john Next question from Zachy. Yeah, John would be... Sorry, that's your dad if your dad was... Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I apologize. Sorry, dad. Uh, Zachy says, what is your idea of interacting with the game world and how developers can improve the interaction with their worlds and the impact it carries? Um, I'm not sure exactly what he means, but I mean... That is probably the hardest thing to do. Is, is it the interaction with the? Yeah, definitely. Go for it. I want to hear um, this. Yeah, yeah, but you know, um, it, it snowballs. I like the, the, that. I, Escape from that island is a good example <laughs> of where the um, sort of initial pitch or idea for that game was that we we didn't come up with. It was a it was a work for hire type of game, but but it, it was like you were supposed to be able to. Okay, so you, you come to a door and you don't have the key, so you pick up a rock and you use the rock to break the glass and all that stuff, like like it, like in reality, you, whatever yeah. you could do in reality. But, but, you know, if you want to do that in a game, you have to actually create all of that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have yeah. animations for all of that and you have to have the code to handle all of that. And that just becomes impossible to do. So that, that type of stuff is the hardest thing to do. And, and it's hard to... Sort of, where do we draw the line? Can okay, you can shoot, uh, you can shoot lamps, but you can't shoot glass, or you can do what? Like, how do we? Where, so that's a really tricky one. But of course, you want to have it as interactive as you can. But it is like some somewhere you have to say like, okay, you everything that is wood is destructible. Everything mm-hmm. that is metal or uh, stone is not destructible, and stuff like that. Um, so it's a really difficult thing. Uh, and it's it's just a matter of, and the reason is just like uh, resources. resources. Like it takes so much time to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's why two things piss me off every time I'm on Twitter. Well, many things, but two. <laughs> the first is whenever anybody tells me this game had it, so this game should have it, and I'm like, dude, yeah. that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If that's the way it would work, everybody would write bestsellers. No one would write anything that wasn't a bestseller because you would just say, I need everything in this. It's not the way it works. That bothers me. And also people who don't understand, and I've bitched about this, so I'm calling myself out, but sometimes you'll see something in a game that you want to interact with and you can't. And then when you think about it later, you go, I'm actually glad I couldn't because that would be so boring. Like, an animation for somebody doing something is cool once, but if it's a long one, like Red Dead 2, 
and you've got an animation that takes 45 seconds for him to skin, you know, you get people going, okay, it was and cool the first time. Where's the skip? Yeah. Right. Where's the skip? And you get all that kind of stuff. This is one of the reasons why I was asking Victor about what engine, because I'm messing around with Unreal and making levels for a D&D game so I can show people, hey, this is a location, blah, blah, blah. And one nice thing about the newer engines that I've loved is assigning materials and, you know, this material has these physical properties. And But once you do that, like you said, like if I break a door, what if you want to use that door later for some thing and it's shut in a cutscene or it's this or it's that and now everybody's changing stuff and i saw this twitter thread from a developer that was stating under no circumstances doors were the hardest thing in game development yeah, and yeah, i remember that did one. you see that and i was reading yeah, yeah, it just yeah, going like holy shit they were describing it's the same way with oblivion when they were saying or not oblivion but uh, outer worlds when they were describing a bug they had where if you enter a talk when somebody's on a ladder the game breaks and they could not figure out what was going on. And they said ladders and doors are just ridiculously difficult to get correct. Doors even more so. And and But as a gamer, we see doors, guys, and we're just like, yeah. well, I just want to open the fucking door. And they're like, dude. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really good classic example of something that you just take for granted in a game. But it was so much work to getting it working. <laughs> and that's a, it's, a, it's a classic like trap to fall into as a game uh, developer is to put way too much effort into something that the player just walks by and goes like yeah i don't know like you spent like two months making that building explode or something and the player is like yeah okay yeah, yeah it exploded cool. Oh, yeah. cool that yeah. was cool I mean, go on it was and, cool like, one time like, <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah. And we are and it's the problem is also like we know how much time it took to make so we're like look at the explosion it's the coolest explosion ever it's so cool and um, but like if you play another game and you go by and like oh there's a waterfall sure uh, go on like but you know, like we're like we have waterfalls in the game it's awesome look at the waterfalls yeah like, look at our new yeah. water shader and everybody's yeah, like yeah, yeah i'm not in the water so it doesn't matter yeah, i can't yeah, i can't, yeah. can't jump in a boat um it's and, and, and doors are super hard to make like yeah, dude, they're, I they're was bug prone as all hell. That exactly, and I was reading that. I love reading the developer. You know, sometimes I don't like reading the ones where they're like, you know, tell us all the bad stuff because Twitter's already negative. But what I do like is when they shine a little light. Uh, composers. One of the reasons why I have a lot of composers on is because people forget that you know a lot of times music and sound is the last to get some money. And we had the guys who did Borderlands music. We had both of them awesome. Joshua's awesome. Um, we had them on the podcast and they were talking about how one little audio thing messed up. And one of their, uh, this was crazy. They were having leg in their sound for the minigun and their developers couldn't figure out how to get it all tied up. And it was having issues with what they were trying to do. And so one of their developers turned the wave into a MIDI and was like, oh, we'll just turn it into a MIDI. And uh, it was, it was the smallest little adjustment, but it allowed for them to make, and yet nobody's going to notice that. We would have noticed right. if the audio was screwed up, for sure. Yeah. We, we remember, like every time you see lip syncing in a game that's not perfect, you're like, "What? Their lips aren't real." It's like, dude, it's a video game. Of course, their lips aren't going to be perfect. But a developer may work months on that, on that one yeah. small thing. You know, it's yeah, I love it. What else have we got? Uh, oh, go ahead. Like a, a developer pretty much works months on everything. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, how sure. many guys? And, if you don't mind me asking, Victor, wh what's the size of Fat Shark now? We are in total, uh, I think today was 190 people. 190. Oh, we used to be, like when we did Vermintide, we were like 60 maybe. Yeah. 
but the last year we've recruited a lot of people. But awesome. on 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 Dark Tide, we're about 100, maybe 80 to 100 something. Uh, yeah. Very cool. What were you gonna say, John? Can I ask a quick question? Because eh? I'm super yep. curious about that. Like, you know, that's a big size company. Let's yeah, yeah. for standard for most standards. So. Do you guys have a similar like hierarchy to any like IT company where you know you have like managers on like team leads for seven people and then it kind of spreads and you have yeah, we, we, this we're kind we're of starting to do that yeah we we have to we didn't used to like when we were smaller we didn't have that but yeah i mean uh, that's one of the reasons i am now the head of design is because right. we're trying we 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 as we grow, we need to have a little bit more hierarchical um, yeah, structure, structure yeah. because it's right. starting to like become chaos. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we you need you need to become more hierarchical, but but we are still uh, a very flat organization when it comes to decision making and stuff like that. We are we are very um, everybody. We we try to allow everybody to be really sort of in on whatever we do. Uh, so it's not a but but just for like problems that people have and stuff like, like uh, the bigger the company becomes more small issues become big things and like yeah. you need to handle it and stuff like that so it's a yeah so we're, we are becoming more of this classical sort of managers with like six people or seven people and stuff like that yeah sure. gotcha what else do we got Johnny? Um, oh uh, go ahead Silver. i do have a quick uh, just to return to the previous conversation because what you described victor is also why i'm very frustrated whenever i see the discussion around asset recycling framed as yeah. being lazy oh, from for, from a lot of people right that, that it's laziness reusing assets where really it's just smart when you've already made the animation why would you go back and remake it from scratch when you yeah, can yeah. then take it back in and then use those resources that you made for that you use for more that stuff. animation to make more stuff exactly yeah um yeah. and improve upon it yeah instead. like you made a great jar it breaks in the, in an awesome way <laughs> right mm. put just yeah. use the jar <laughs> that that'll be that should be written on a whiteboard somewhere just use the jar dude just use the jar just use, just the, use jar. the damn jar. dude i i lived through far cry primal people were so mad that they used just the height map from the oh, yeah, far cry yeah, prior yeah, and yeah, people yeah. were on fire they were like unacceptable <laughs> they should all be fired and sued and i was like what and what's so weird is if that was true the word the would never be able to use again we've got somebody used it it's a it's no. a I agree that it's a, I, I mean, it doesn't matter, but it's a weird reuse. <laughs> I, 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 uh, it's admittedly, a, you, it's that a strange one, reuse, I think. Yeah, and as a developer, you know more than me. I took it as they, for whatever reason, they did it and yeah. they changed everything else, which, again, like yeah, you said, is even different to me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, like so. you said, it is that it, maybe that is even more of a weird th thing. But additionally, I think gamers, we get into the nitty gritty way too much sometimes. And as a reviewer, yeah, I'm always like, do I need to talk? about the water droplets not looking perfect or or do i you know how do i do this and if the game touts itself as graphically super impressive maybe maybe i will mention be like that's a little odd mm -hmm. but um when you look at some of these kind of asset reuse i think people saw these mods or not mods uh the ripoffs on steam that's where all this started i don't know if you guys remember but man when they started you get those people oh, who yeah, are releasing yeah, yeah. games yeah. by stealing assets just just flipping them yeah yeah, flipping them and then that became a thing and then i remember jim sterling doing his video and oh, he, yeah. he or they i think he changed his pronouns so they and he, yeah. when when that video was being created that caused more people to look at it but the thing is man 
like guns, we talked about this before. If you have, if you went out and you recorded amazing M16 audio, my personal opinion is if I was telling you in my review or gamers were telling you that audio is impressive, it's awesome, then by all means add new effects if you have Tempest 3, you know, on your PlayStation and you're going to, but you don't, unless there's some technical reason, I'm not a big fan of going out and spending money on re-recording that and and changing that and i was talking to joshua about it from uh take two and he was saying they've you know they do record re-record a lot but he was saying on some of the stuff there's no re i mean it just doesn't their sample super high bit rate or whatever and they're just like why would we do that we just we've already got this and i don't know it's sad to see sometimes because people get way too caught up in the trees and you know we get odd responses what else you got johnny yeah this question from cruxy how much more consolidation should we expect if even companies as big as Activision Blizzard can be bought? Keep your pants on. <laughs> if if the rumor, keep your pants on. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they they rumored the huge acquisition like a a year ago, and we talked about who could it be. Um, it wasn't Activision. No, but, but but we mentioned companies like Square, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, as, as like potential uh, for that. So, so yeah. As Kirk says, keep your pants on. Keep your pants. Yeah, it's gonna be. A while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, Embracer Group by itself. We don't even have to pretend there's some secret. Oh, Embracer God. Group yeah, so by many, itself so is consolidating. I mean, Embracer Group. Yeah. Victor, do you follow Embracer Group at all? Like, do you even know? Yeah, uh, sure. Okay. I mean, they're they're Swedish, so yeah. Okay, that's what the, the reason why I was wondering is because. A lot of people in a, like, especially in the States, we know Embracer Group from a couple of the big titles, right? And Microsoft, people are talking about Activision and Microsoft because of Call of Duty. But it's like, guys, they now own Spyro. Microsoft yeah. owns and Spyro Crash and Crash Bandicoot. In what world did anybody think that was going to happen? And, and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's nuts, weird. right? And there's some other stuff. And then you see like Embracer Group who has all these IPs. Um, yeah, we're going to see a lot, man. There's a lot of money to be made. I did that video and I was saying, I, I believe it was 120 billion currently, and it's supposed to be 321. I think analysts are saying 321 billion by 2029, uh, each year, which is just, wow. yeah, it's nuts. What else we got? John? Next question from, uh, Spooner. Last week's discussion about hours played got me curious. What are your guys' top three games on Steam in terms of hours played and how many hours? Top three games. How do you, can, how do you check top anything on Steam? I never use Steam. You go to your seven. own profile there. You can see it. Okay. You can? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you can. <laughs> like, I never look at this stuff. <laughs> I, I know it just. Well, I'll tell you Fallout 4 VR, I eclipsed 1,400 hours recently. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, okay. as everybody's like, Jesus, dude, it's in VR Jesus, Fallout, right? yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like that's like all of my Steam account yeah, right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking. Remember that time when I was so sick because I had done 14 hours of Fallout 4 VR. I came into the uh, Discord and I felt it was like somebody had beat me up, man. I was just so messed up. But I'm gonna check here. I'm sure that's my number one. Is anybody uh, Silver? Yeah. What's yours? Uh, I'm checking now. Okay, Reg, you have yours? Okay, I, yeah, I got oh. mine. Go for it's, it. Uh, Skyrim uh, with 136 hours, EVE Online with 124 hours, 
And Pathfinder, right, Wrath of the Righteous with 113 hours. That's the top three. EVE Online. Which one's? The multiplayer spreadsheet. I did not know <laughs> you've ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't peg you for an EVE player. I did not pay. I never would have guessed that. Um, and you liked it. Obviously, you wouldn't have played anything that long. <laughs> yeah, true that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Where do you see it? Uh, you go uh, to you... your own profile and then click on games. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can tell you mine without looking. Let's do it. Uh, Dota two one is about five thousand hours, and then the next two are probably Monster Hunter World and Final Fantasy what? fourteen what? at what? around what. Pause. What? That took a Sorry, to what? Register. Did you say 5,000 hours? Yeah. Keep Holy in mind. Holy shit. Okay, that's hold a on, lot. Hold on. Hold on, right? How many weeks? This is since the game came out in like 2000 and. Move on. That's still a lot. <laughs> I played that's it actively nuts. for like 10 years after it came Did out. You? Like since it came out. So it's it just adds up. You that's know? 125 like, solid weeks, work weeks, you know, eight hours a day, 125 yeah. weeks. I had a problem, okay? Let's move on. What do you got, Victor? Have you been able to find yours? Yeah, sure. Um, uh caveat i i play mostly uh console games mm -hmm. and also i played probably by far the one that i played the most is world of warcraft probably uh mm. but my top is surprising actually I, I and it's not very high but i have higher on other uh, platforms but divinity original sin 2 is my highest oh, uh, nice. and i didn't think that dragon age oranges is the second one and then it's elder scrolls uh, skyrim Woo, you just made a that's, lot of fans in the chat. Yeah, that's a pretty good list. Those are a good list. That's a list <laughs> where the, I bet everybody's like, oh. It's actually our own game creator right. that we did. But, well, but it's, that, yeah. that was probably like them, so yeah, doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, Silver, do you have your... Are you even going to look? Yeah. You got yours? What do yeah. you got? No, I, I have them. Um, Total War Warhammer 2 is number mm. one at uh, 818 hours. Um I think maybe six, maybe five or six hundred of those are actually played hours, um, with a bunch being AFK, just leaving the game on. Um, mm, okay. Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, much of that, this is DJ uh, Online with friends, is five hundred and fifty-one hours. Um, so good with friends. In second uh, and third is Warframe with four hundred and eight hours. Nice. So. I have what's, some surprise. What's your list played? <laughs> oh, dude, I have so many 0.1s. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, zero? But, but that yeah. is not zero. zero. That, yeah, two minutes That's or something. That's not zero? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to. 0. <laughs> 0. 0.1 hour. Yeah. <laughs> Prominence <laughs> Poker, which I love, is still at eight. That's a low. That's low for me. Dude, Homefront the Revolution, because I've been playing it again i'm at 85 hours in that which and that's just on the i've beat it five times on the console so five times tw eight five times ten fifty 120 hours in that it's almost yeah, I mean, sad to I look said, at this yeah. because i could have i could have man there's a lot of hours in some games that are questionable as fuck like <laughs> i don't know what i was doing in some of these games but damn this is interesting. Yeah. See, that's the problem, guys. And achievement completion, I wouldn't even click on it. I fucking hate achievements. But nah, yeah. But uh, Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy, having beat that twice, I will say that the most important thing to me isn't how many hours, but how much I enjoyed. And I would say in the last two or three years, 
Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy might be the best contained, like, enjoyment from start to finish in a game that I've had in a long time. Like, I, I pretty much only have good memories of that game. I need to play that. It's it sounds awesome. good. so surprisingly good. It was ridiculous. Silver, you're being asked. Silver, why isn't Deep Rock Galactic at your top? Shame. You just got shame. 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 <laughs> Pitchforks out. Uh, because it's not, it's not as old as the other games. Like True that, right? Mm. Yeah. Right, Johnny, any more questions? Oh, by the uh, way, out of interest, oh. uh, I, I've looked at the bottom of my list, like the least played game that's not zero, and that's the Blind Prophet at six minutes. <laughs> wow. How bad could it be to boot you out in six minutes? <laughs> I, I don't think happened? it was bad because I just looked at the screenshots of the store again, and it actually looks pretty decent. So wow. I think Maybe it didn't just, run? I booted, booted up. Maybe it didn't run, or I booted it up, and then I was like, okay, I'd rather eat. And then I closed it again and never opened it again. Never opened it again. Wow. Steph says... Someone worked on that game for months. And you're like, forgot about it. Yeah. I mean, they got my money, so... ACG, I mean. how many how many hours in Immortals Phoenix Rising? I only beat that twice, so I, probably only like 30 or 40. That was a shorter one. This person says 16... Sorry, 1,641 hours in Vermintide 2. Wow. Savage what did it say? 1,000? 1,641 yeah, hours. Yeah, I'm like 180 in that, and I felt like that was a long time for a yeah. game. And then I started looking at Steam, and I got a lot that are, you know, in the hundreds. There's this uh, streamer called Foo Plays um, that plays Vermintide all the time. He has like 7,500 hours or something. Wow, that's and and, and in when we did Vermintide one, we actually had a guy, a Korean guy, that broke the he. he, he we you were getting um, like level ups in the background uh even though you weren't actually leveling up and he he broke the system so he reached 999 <laughs> <laughs> and we just had it and he he had put in like it was insane he'd put in like um like pretty much he would have had to this was like half a year after releasing the game he must have played like everything, like apart from like a couple of hours every day, he would have had to play every day, all day. That's insane. insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lucas says there are a ton of dudes I know who have almost 5,000 hours in Vermintide 2. Yeah. Vermintide yeah. 2, um, Dying Light 2, Vermintide, any of those games, if you like them, the Vermintides, the um, not Outriders, you know what I mean? The good ones. So they multi can multiplayer so they, sure. yeah that's yeah well and remember i played a ton of vermintide 2 by myself you know like just messing yeah. around so i mean so it's I. it's not too hard to get a lot of hours in that game and any game where it's got the random spawns and a good progression system especially vermintide 2 is easier i think to just continue playing and still feel challenged or you know surprised what else do we got johnny how many more questions we got jeez i wanted to talk about food we actually <laughs> yeah, uh, we have a number. We can uh, parking lot uh, a few. Do we of have these any about reviews like. or anything about like the the reviews that I can answer? Because uh, I got a query. Uh, uh, there's a, a a question about something that happened on Twitter that's kind of recent, so maybe we can address that as the last one. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Snick Lunt says Carrot, you tweeted about the money made on console sales for a PS5. If Sony yeah. made $50 per sale, 
versus releasing PS5 games on PC and the money there. I remember you bringing up people pretending to be stupid if they don't want to discuss a topic. Oh, I'm sure God. you saw the three to four dumbasses. Uh, and he goes on to ask, how do you handle that stuff? Is it like an attitude of incredulity? Incredulity? No, I go at it very aggressively because, dude, they were being stupid. What I stated was, and it wasn't 50, I was stating if a game sells for 50, the company, you know, some companies make five or six bucks from that profit, you know, whatever. It just all depends. Digitally is different than physical. What I was stating was if you look at Sony not being able to sell PS5s currently, right? They're, they're currently restricted, that it may make sense for some of their premier games to be released day and date in multiple places because a sale, of even Days Gone, which sold five, eight million, who knows, the developer, you know, we don't know exactly how many they sold. If you do the math, a company on a console can only make zero dollars sometimes. Some consoles lost money. So depending on how much, and yep. you can track, even at the max number of PS5 sold, the company could release two big games and make up the entire difference. And there were people like, I don't even understand the words in this tweet. And I, yeah, I go at them aggressively because stupidity is not to be celebrated. It is the weirdest. When I was a kid, being stupid was so embarrassing. You never wanted to be, like, I wouldn't go to my family when everybody was around and say something. You, you wouldn't want to, because everybody would be like, dude, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, that's why you don't go into... I wouldn't go to Victor's business and be like, well, in development, he'd be like, dude, you're not a developer. Shut the fuck up. You're not a developer. You have no clue. And these people piss me off because they make gaming, they make gamers look stupid. And I exist in three other entertainment. Airsoft is one of them. And cars are the other. And they laugh at us. Like they laugh actively. And this is car fans, by the way. If anybody should be laughed at, it'd be a car <laughs> fan. They laugh at gamers. They're like, these guys are either stupid or they're pretending to be stupid. And what I'm saying is the pretending. Uh, there are people who don't understand math. I get it. That's why I was trying to explain the math. But when people pretend to be stupid, it embarrasses me. Because it's like, if you know what you're talking about, then if somebody has an ulterior, they have a different opinion, your opinion's solid because this is what you have, numbers-wise or whatever. And if they prove you wrong, you can go, like science, oh, world's not flat. I was wrong. And you can move forward with knowledge. There are people out there that that's solidly not what they want to do. And it's embarrassing. It And I get actually physically embarrassed when I see a friend do something. Haven't you ever had a friend group where you got that one friend who shouldn't be around girls? He says something stupid all the time. You're like, dude, seriously, we're at a bar. You know, he's like, blah, blah, and you're like, man, just shut the fuck up, dude. It's embarrassing. Yeah. That's the way I get for gamers because I think that if you elevate it, I've made so many mistakes and had people be, I mean, I've had, remember Forza? I had the AI guy for Forza email me super nice. And we talked for a long time about what my thoughts were in the review, what he saw, what he did, what they were doing for the new one. And it was this awesome discussion of knowledge. And I am stunned anybody would not want to be a part of that. And honestly, I don't, I don't want them as a fan or in my Twitter feed. If they're, if they're not, it, because I believe that that kind of person will make it worse for everybody. They'll spread the lies or the inaccuracies of video games, which then makes video gaming worse. It makes people go after devs or publishers or YouTubers. You know, I've had people come after me for stuff that's not real. You're like, that's, so anyway, yeah, that's, I do understand. I, I did see that. Thanks yeah. for, you know, thanks for watching the Twitter, whoever that was. I appreciate it, but uh
embarrassing. By me. the way, so real quick, because uh, Nameband again said we missed the super chat and he dropped his question in the Discord. Can we hit that last yeah. real quick? Yep, for sure. Uh, so real quick, he says, for Victor, the fairest of them all, orcs <laughs> game in the pipeline? Yes, no? What's he say? Um, orcs, orcs game? Oh. This is almost like, it's is, the is, orcs is this, must is die, this right? <laughs> Yeah, you can't. That's <laughs> one of those ones where yes or no both give out oh yeah can, can you like blink twice or or something? No, no, no. <laughs> no, but, uh, uh, it's funny because our the um, uh, like our lead uh, combat designer Mats, who makes all the combat in in both vermintide one and two and now dark mm -hmm. type he is like his standard joke or actually what he wants to do is like so orcs are we gonna do orcs now <laughs> like, so, yeah. So, right. yeah. yeah i don't know i don't know it might be in the future but no no plans as of okay. now okay I that think that it would be awesome. Orcs are awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Would, yeah. yeah and that's what I was going to say is like, Painted you guys, all red. <laughs> like the thing with Vermintide and stuff like that is you guys have a really good, I don't know what you would call it, skeleton of like a thing Foundation. that you can, yeah, yeah. And that you can move to other stuff, which we're seeing with Dark Tide, which is going to be cool. But yeah. like, there are other. I think I even asked Victor this either in a podcast or on a Twitter one time. Where I was like, you know what I would like to see? I can't remember what it was, but I was like, I was trying to, I was trying to, you know, pick his brain for a yes or no right. that I could figure out meant something was happening. And, you know, it's, orcs would be, yeah, orcs would be awesome. I mean, th there's a bunch. L oh, yeah. I know what it was. It was Lizardmen. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. I think I was, this was about two years ago. I'm pretty sure I either asked him or tweeted it, but I was like, Lizardmen? Question mark. Lizardmen DLC? Well, dude, <laughs> instead of Skaven Lizard? Anyway. No. <laughs> Just real quick. It would be so cool, like, going to the forest. Yeah, anyway. You know what I mean. It would be awesome. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about food, because I want to judge harshly Victor for one second. Do you or do you not like eggnog? Uh, I don't think I've actually had like the proper eggnog. Darn. Like the, the, it's it's such an American thing. Um, oh, gotcha. We have something very close to it that we call egg toddy. That yep. is like you just take egg and add sugar and you whip it until it becomes like cream, and that is awesome. But I I've never actually drunk proper eggnog, so I don't know. I I can't answer. All right. I well, want to. I would love to. I, I got I got most of us to like eggnog I think oh Johnny did you like I can't remember I didn't try it this year I couldn't I couldn't source it in the end I think Reg is the only one who they have it year round Dude. like at I, Reg's I, house I have or a something right now so yeah it's, <laughs> is that crazy <laughs> Dude if I did I would be six hundred pounds like no lie this Dude, year I was year, so ill year round like there is not a single day that not every supermarket has it in stock. Wow. It's Christmas. Wherever Reg lives, it's Christmas every day because <laughs> it's so holiday bound here. But we were talking about, so Victor's a big cook. You still doing this, right? Yep. Okay. So what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? This was a, this was a question that popped up. Is there anything that's like, cause like the weirdest thing I've eaten is frog legs. We've talked about this before. I'm not I a big, frog legs as well. I'm not a big that's sampler. Big, I, I thought they were good. I, well, you guys got the smelly fish, don't you, in Sweden? Yeah, yeah, surströmming. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, really God. good. Surströmming. I, 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 I really oh. love surströmming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster. Uh, it, it's, and we have it's great. <laughs> you like it. So is that yeah, the yeah, stuff? Yeah, I really like it. it, it it's it great for chemical like warfare. Shit, but yeah. it tastes yeah. good. <laughs> Do you have to open it in water? Is that the one that you open in water? 
I saw somebody saying that, yes. so yeah, that yeah, it doesn't do that. smell no, that's up the sort house. of to yeah, but you don't have to. Uh, but but it, it's you should eat it outside. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That is amazing. Any food with a warning that's like should be eaten outside or underwater. Far, far away from everyone else. That's someone you care about to change into. Yeah, but the, the smell is really nasty, but the taste is actually with the right uh, like things to it. You should have. Uh, something we call tunbröd, which is like a flatbread or like a really thin bread. Right. And then you have potatoes and you have sour cream and you have uh, red onions on it and then a, a filet of uh, surströmming. That is really good. So like, can you really describe, good. is it fishy or is it something so far beyond? No, it's, it's like super um, like umami, uh, funky. Uh, yeah. Right. But I mean, the, the, the texture is... It doesn't really have. It's like a really mushy mm -hmm. fish. <laughs> it's 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 been fermented for I don't know how long. Like, oh god! But we did we did <laughs> a long. cool we did a fun <laughs> prank. We yeah. sent uh, we sent a giant bomb back in the day, like a really long time ago, a a Sustrumming can, and they had it in the roof of their own uh, their old sort of. Uh, office building and then when right. they moved from that it was back when it was whiskey media media mm -hmm. before they yeah. joined the cnet and so when they moved they, they opened the, the, the thing and ate it and it was like it was a really wow. long good prolonged pr uh trick <laughs> to send out <laughs> serious drumming yeah. um is there anything other so that's sort of a go-to on weird is there anything that you the, like the funny thing with serious drumming like you you asked me have i eaten anything really weird and i can't think of anything for me, surf drumming is just like that's uh, pretty normal. That's like, pretty normal, <laughs> right? Yeah. But Are I, you... It's the same in Sweden. Like, it's not like everybody in Sweden likes surf drumming, but my parents love it. So uh, I've been again since so, I was small. Yeah. I, my question was: Do you think that was created on accident, where somebody left some fish out and then ate it and didn't die, and was like, okay, Definitely. didn't die? Yeah. yeah, it's a tradition. Of it, yeah. it was just like a way of preserving fish. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm, man, that's it's so yeah, gnarly. Had, but uh, had, after had... a while, you even like the smell. Like after, like mm. yeah. oh. this is this is my believing face, man. <laughs> um, yeah, and and so you last we talked it's like working at a tannery, you just get used to. Yeah. It. Oh no, <laughs> those stink. Um, we were talking last developer podcast, and you were saying you do it. Um, a lot of times you cook for like relaxation and stuff like that yeah. are you still able to are you still able to you know basically do that kind of stuff as busy as you are i, I do it two every kids? day basically yeah so you're the cook uh, yeah I, I cook pretty much everything here at home and and i make sure to cook proper food like every day uh nice so yeah no junk food you're, you're saying like proper like yeah like a, like everything kids. from scratch like a real oh gotcha cooked yeah, yeah, yeah. what's your favorite you... so yeah oh, oh yeah, sorry go yeah. ahead johnny no well, I'll ask it later. You go for the question. I was going to ask if he likes Italian food because I'm a big fan of it. But yeah, definitely, think, definitely. Yeah. yeah, pasta is like, it's one of the mainstays of the house. Right. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, is there yeah. any, when you are cooking, is there any like go-to that you like, like that's like pancakes or something guess, that nobody Yeah, no. We do American pancakes every Saturday, mm -hmm. but that's usually my wife, actually. She, 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 I, I, I don't like to go up early. So she she goes up to <laughs> um, but the, I I sort of I get these hang-ups on different foods and for the last year two years I've been completely uh, sort of uh, 
ramen has been my thing so i've been i've been making ramen a lot so i and now i've gotten it finally so i can like make everything from scratch wow. so i can make a really good uh spicy miso now that is like proper like ramen chop style mm-hmm. so that's that's but I, it's taken me a long time to learn to do every like uh, every step I mean, yeah, every step yeah yeah so but now i i, I can't eat like the I, I have to make my own like a bagged so. ramen is yeah. no longer something yeah. no, you no, want no, to engage that, that, in no no, 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 but no it's no. it's a good way to start when you when you're starting out just yeah. do taking the sort of cheap ones and making a uh, your own broth and stuff like mm-hmm. that and like making your own version is a really good way to start but yeah yeah now i did i did it last weekend and yeah i mean it takes me like three days to do it pretty much <laughs> so oh yeah. all the but steps um, yeah yeah it, it's not like constant work but it, it takes like eight hours to do the broth it takes like four hours to do the shasu the the pork and it takes like two hours to make noodles and stuff like that so i'm the yeah. type of guy that if it says 200 degrees for this amount or 300 degrees i just double it so i can get it done in half <laughs> it's it's i mean no wonder nobody you know i don't cook for anybody but i i'm i'm surprised everybody likes at least that i know everybody likes american pancakes i think that's the yeah, one it's, food it's i awesome. yeah that i i'm i'm such a pancake they're fan. a little thick for me i i prefer they the are thinner, pretty thick uh, french ones but if you put like peanut butter and butter on well by then it's not even a pancake it's like a confectionery of some kind but <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> I love that. I'd, I'd love that kind of stuff. It's interesting whenever we get people on who talk about like their other, um, like the other things that they do. Most is cooking. I mean, mm, I would say yeah. almost every composer we've had on, and I guess that makes sense for people constructing things like that long term. Yeah. They have a patience that I don't have. They got to pay. You know, I'll, I'll tell you your game sucks after you've worked for three years on it, but <laughs> you're the one who's making it. I make a steak in half the time. What about you? Speaking. Speaking oh, of okay. steak, uh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I, I'm just curious if you've tried sous vide, Victor, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. steak and stuff like that. Do you use that? Yeah, before ramen, my, my sort of hang up was sous vide. So ah, I did a lot of sous vide. Yes. I, I don't use it as much anymore, actually. I sort of grew out of it. Or I, it's it's a, it's a really fun technique. And it's, it's awesome ah. if you want to do... Like if you want to do a dinner and you have people coming over and you don't want to, you want to be sure that it's going to be perfect, but you don't have time to sort of stand and watch the food, sous-viding it and then sort of just, you you know it's, it's going to be good. Yeah, you so that's a great way of doing it. It's perfectly yeah. cooked. Yeah, it's nice. This is the, the thing with I, the hook I, in the water. It, it's the boiling, the boiling water and then water. Yeah. vacuum seal It's not boiling, yeah, but you, it's a... Um, yeah, it's, sorry. Um, Warm it's water. a centrifuge. It's like it's a it's a centrifuge that keeps the water moving at all times mm-hmm. and also heats it, so you can keep it at an exact temperature. Oh, so you gotcha. can keep it at like fifty four degrees if you want your if you want your steak to be exactly medium rare. You can just put it on fifty four degrees, put the steak in in a vacuum sealed bag into it, and it will cook perfectly to fifty four degrees. And then you take it out and you like you you fry it really quickly and you get like a perfect steak. Name yeah. band again says ACG likes pork rind nachos. That is correct. It sounds disgusting, but you should try it. German Swedish pancakes closer to crepes are far better and easier to add stuff to. Krelt says. German. Yeah, that, that, that's the same. That's what we call pancakes in Sweden as well. Like it's the the ah. thinner, ones. thinner, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Just just like your people. <laughs> Wait, that's a compliment. It is for him, not for us. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what else do we got? Any questions? Any any topics we missed before we wrap this up? We're at one o four. 
I want to make sure he because remember for us he started at seven p.m. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do we have any uh, do we have any other questions on there, Johnny? Have anything to do uh, with anything? Let me see here. Nothing like terribly relevant to to uh, what we're discussing here with Victor. So we could always kind of go back. We only missed a couple, but they're sort of long to read. So maybe we can go back to those next time. I can we'll get them next time. Pin them yeah. for next time. Um, any anything else from you guys? Silver Johnny Reg. Reg had something about Google Android. I thought that was cool. Where Google's oh, yeah. um, what are they doing? They got an app, right? Uh, yeah, they are launching an app, uh, basically their own uh, Android emulator for PC. I guess after Microsoft partnered with Amazon instead for the Windows 11 built-in one that's, mm -hmm. I think, in testing right now. I'm not sure. Um, They're uh, running a trial in, uh, in Asia, in some Asian countries, uh, for their own desktop version that will be rolling out uh, into more countries across the year. And it's, uh, it's um, centered for Android gaming. So one one feature bullet point they have on there is uh, everything is synced into their Google to Google uh, Cloud. Oh, gotcha. So you can continue playing on PC and then go back to the mobile again. I know people probably tease it or are going to tease it, but I actually do play. I used to play um, on emulator a couple games on, you know, Android games on my PC. So I'm, I'll actually try it out. There's a couple that I actually really like on Android that I wouldn't mind. I, I don't even know what my sign in my sign-in is it uses the Google Play account. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh, okay, yeah, shouldn't be too hard. I mean, I, currently I'm using just BlueStacks on Windows for Android emulation. That works pretty well. Did I tell you what happened with my PC, the the hypervisor thing? Yes. Because it's connected to BlueStacks, which has never been on this PC, but my PC thinks hypervisor's on, and it crashes all the time now. And I don't know if it's the NVIDIA driver that came out that was so shit or what yeah, but the, the latest one is pretty terrible worst driver i've ever seen in the history of gaming and it's so funny because reg thought i was just unlucky he was like <laughs> yeah. ah just might be you know carrick's been unlucky oh, it's before it's just yeah. a carrick thing <laughs> and then he got it he's like this is terrible it's i've never seen a driver have that many problems before i think um when it comes down to it they're just trying to add a lot of stuff nvidia and amd which is nice i mean we're getting I don't know um, if you guys are going to support it in Darktide or whatever, uh, Victor, but like I've been super impressed with DLSS, super yeah, impressed it's, with... It's, uh, yeah. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, but, it's... Yeah, yeah. For the first time we got DLSS uh, working in... in I'm not, uh, in a game that I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> if I can say, but it was like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, yeah, it, it was, it was the most. It was like when I... It was... Reminded me of when I first got the first like 3D card. Yes. Back in the days when I was playing like Quake. Yes. And all of a sudden there was like, holy shit, the 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 shield is round. What the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> hardware acceleration, <laughs> right? That yeah. first or uh, I remember it used to be called on uh, old AMD card. Uh, the first one I got, Savage 3D, was a video card and it had uh, transform and lighting. And I remember that TNL, that was their big was thing. Fine. And they were like, and I was just all, are you kidding me? This is it's not even the same game. DLSS, when it first came out, I was like, oh, okay, I get what they're trying to do. And then they did 2. Point, maybe it was 1.5 or 2.0. And I was just like, are you, it's, it is 
free. And what's even crazier is they were showing videos where in some games, because of the way it takes the data, it looks better than the native 4K. And you're just like, what? Yeah. It's, so, it's so great. I hope AMD has, you know, after FSR, um, I hope they do their own thing or, you know, DLSS, somehow they roll that out. It's it, it's awesome to see. I like tricks. I always have. Like, nice. why, why, why hard, you know, like why it's put tricks anyway? Yeah, Everything well, is that <laughs> is true. That is true, right? Did you? I, I don't know if you. It sounds like you do see a lot of the Twitter stuff, but um, I love. Sometimes you'll hear a developer talk about, um, like how they remove AI from a, a character somebody saw <laughs> so that they can get those CPU cycles back, and and different stuff that they do, and reading some of the tricks. And it is, yeah, you're right. It is all tricks, but some of the tricks that people have done. Spider Man GDC was one of the best developer discussions ever and i'm sorry i can't remember his name but he was talking about how they got spider-man which looks so good spider-man is just but he was talking about far off characters and what they do and how they fake that they're real and you're just like are you kidding i mean I would never have figured out you know these little tricks that they do and these little crazy additions and stuff it's awesome these guys know software more than me but it's it's always cool to hear i actually uh, had a quick question if we have time for one quick last sure. question for victor because uh, i work in software engineering like carrick mentioned and we don't really see like crunch time like in my my sort of sector yeah. but uh, obviously in the gaming industry it's you know we have had like bad cases of this stuff come out for yeah. you have you guys had like bad times where you had to okay we gotta get this done and you know we only have so many hours in the day have mm. there been bad cases um nothing really crazy we as a company we don't believe in crunch actually we we think it's it's not good and that comes from ceo level to like awesome. founders of the company it's yeah company they have culture. done they have worked in other companies before founding fat shark so it's been it's been with us since we we started that crunching is doesn't lead to good quality games so we we don't do it but of course every pretty much every release there is some form of crunch like a couple of weeks that you but it's nothing like insane it's just like right. we work a little bit longer than normal and and uh, so yeah yeah of course there is people have definitely crunched but nothing like half a year or several right. months or something completely insane like that. We 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 actually have like a you're actually not allowed to work more than you can accumulate up to forty hours and then after that you're not allowed to work more. Wow. You have to you have to take out some uh, like uh, flex time. Uh, so yeah. Gotcha. That's how we do it. Reg, do you guys have crunch where you are? No, not at all. And Reg is like, dude. I only worked eight hours this week. What the fuck are you talking about? No, uh, did no, you guys no. hear the amazing story of the uh, financial guy who was told to work from home? And so he automated his job. Wow. And so every day he checks his email to verify everything's still running, but he's automated it. And he's like, they're happy, which is one thing I'm always okay with. <laughs> like the end result, they're very happy. In fact, they're very happy. They're like, the data comes in, but he automated everything. And he's just hanging out he's like dude i just hang out i'm he's there you know in case an emergency happens but he's got automated systems even for the emergency stuff and crunch is ridiculous because it used to be sold guys i remember i got back in the day pc gamer magazine all these they were covering things like uh doom and they were showing john romero and they were showing carmack sleeping under desks 
And it was the rebel mentality at the time, which made sense at the time because they were breaking into an industry that didn't really exist at that time. They were creating an industry. They were creating. Right. And that's why when I heard John Carmack on, on Joe Rogan, John Carmack was like, you know, he had a different idea of crunch. And I'm like, it's almost like your old great great grandfather who may have some weird yeah. thoughts that you don't ask during a you know a, a family reunion. You probably don't ask him some things because you know his thoughts may be different. Maybe he lived through a war or two, and John's idea was was different. And I get it because he that there was no industry, man. There was none. That, that, that was what he came out of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and to him, it wasn't crunch. It was he had a passion to do something, and the only way to get it done, it was him. And it was, I mean, but I don't want to say him, sorry. I mean, it's, a, it's also a very big difference between systemic, uh, like working yourself to the bone uh, when it's you who decide that you do it uh, and yeah. like ordered crunch uh, and like uh, company mandated crunch. Like we're going to go crunching now. And it's like, uh, I don't want to do that. But right. if like, if you're five people that have a company and it's your ass on the line and you want to put in insane yeah. amount of hours it's up to you and i have nothing against like people are allowed to work a lot if they want to but it's the problem is when it's like uh ordered and, yeah, yeah systemic and, organized yeah, systemic, overtime that, that's the problem yeah. either ordered or like the incentives are such that it that yeah. it's basically Expected yeah or, coercive yeah, yeah. yeah. uh named yeah, band again has a 20 dollar super chat and he says victor do you prefer do you prefer oscars Red Fox or the Royals Royce of Sir Stromming? I can't pronounce it. The fish thing. Do you know what yeah, those yeah, are? Yeah. All whole with row. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. To be honest, I don't know which ones I prefer. Uh, I think Oscars is the ones we usually have. And I'm not sure. What are, uh, are these different brands of the rotten fish? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're the rotten different. fish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You mean there's an industry around it? I thought it was like one yes. company that just poisoned no, no, people. No, 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 no. But there, there was like a, actually like a big um, a catastrophe <laughs> this year. There was no sushrumming because disaster. there wasn't any herring. Yeah, it was a disaster because <laughs> so, nobody made any sushrumming this year. But wow. I, I, I have to admit, I, it's not like I eat sushrumming all No, the time. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I've, done it, I've done it a few times and I, and I actually don't mind it, but it's not like I do it very often. Like it's right, every yeah. whatever years like yeah. Name band again with the weird super chat as always. I always appreciate him. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're gonna wrap this up. I wanna say thanks to Victor as always. It's a pleasure. And he's got the patience of Job because uh I think I've contacted him like fifteen times and said, Hey man, you wanna do something? He's always like, Yep. Yeah. I'm like, Okay, bye. And I don't respond for like six months <laughs> yeah. because of uh it, it was personal stuff this time, like with my dad getting hurt and stuff like that. Things just fell apart. But as everything gets together, you guys will see more devs. If you do wanna see devs if you want to see Victor return, he will, even if you don't, um, you can put it in the Twitter. You can put it in the comment here. Um, we would love to get more devs coming on. It's something that we will definitely be doing to put some intelligence on this podcast that has continually talked out its ass for so long. When we got in trouble for... I, I, uh, I have to come Rockstar. back when I can actually talk about Dark Tide. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just way. plan that. That'll be up to you. So when yeah. you can, you can feel free to contact me and, and yeah. we can talk about it. Um, because... This is no lie. We talk about it when you're not here, so it's not blown wind. But um, they, it, the, especially Vermintide 2, is yeah. easily one of my favorite games of all time. And so the idea that you guys are getting a chance to sort of spread your wings with the future uh, Warhammer 
like we, as you can tell, we're Warhammer fans. I think we had three or four different, <laughs> you know, topics about it, but it's really cool. And uh, people, <laughs> Dima, Victor is hot. <laughs> well, I, I, I also love the crossover you guys did with um, with Creative Assembly for uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Total War Warhammer uh, yeah. with the uh, with the heroes of Ubersike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That that type of stuff is really cool. Yeah, it's always cool to see people work together versus like. It, it used to. I, it feels like it used to be more, whatever the term would be, um, controversial or something. But now it it seems to have gone away. Oh, I did want to get one last, just real quick. Sorry, we always say one last. Um, e three, you know, has gone digital this year, uh, Victor, and then you know all these things with COVID and stuff. Has that impacted? Is it easier as you as a dev? Because I know a lot of people have vertical slices. You guys, there were four or five of you guys taking care of us at GDC when we did the demo. Yeah. Is it easier with no E3? Or is it a breath of fresh air for a smaller de dev? Even though you guys are 190, you're still small <laughs> compared to an Activision or something like that. Is it uh, is it a breath of fresh air for you guys or is it something you miss? Um, I mean, E3 has never been something we've really taken part of too much. We've, okay. we've done like PC gamer show and stuff like that lately. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's always been like too big for us, pretty much. We can't okay. really make it end in the gigantic monsters that are E3, uh, like the PR campaigns of other games. So we, we've sort of shied away from E3 and like we did. So we opted in uh, with like Vermintide. We did GDC instead like mm -hmm. and had you over because there we could have more of a presence and stuff yeah. like that. And, and I don't know, we haven't really released any proper games since like this whole thing happened. So I'm not sure how we're going to do it, but I mean, the, the streaming and stuff like that is so much better and you're used to doing this type of thing now. And that's going to be, yeah. so, so that's probably going to be uh, like so much easier. Uh, like the, 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 doing the pr days at one of these shows is like hard work yeah you are completely like you meet yeah. uh i don't know how many people during a day and just do demos and demos and demos and demos and you say the same same thing yeah thing. Over, and, and over but and you over also again. have to be like interested in what they are saying yeah and have you get weird questions that come out from like oh well i don't have to answer this and <laughs> stuff like that so it's i mean it's 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 an exhausting thing it's super cool because you get to show your game and you get the response and stuff like that but it's also like a lot of work and it's a pretty uh, exhausting but yeah i don't i don't know how we're going to do it actually uh this time around um but yeah it's going to be okay. interesting and I, but I, I think as well like it's 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 um I, like I think uh, game awards and stuff like that is it's it's more accessible to more people and that's cool. Like it's uh, it's easier for more people to really see all of it. So it's it's yeah. nice in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, don't know. I got to meet gentlemen like you. I got to meet all the people. I got to meet people from Microsoft and all that stuff. And I'll never forget it. And it's created friendships. But after like hearing so many people have such hard times with vertical slices, the cost of mm. of doing a vertical slice. On some, I remember Cliff Bazinski talking about a vertical slice for Gears, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? It was that much!" And then yeah, yeah. E3 is even just a booth. They were talking about the money. Uh, GDC was great, but at the same time, yeah, I love the. I I think it's awesome for people. You guys get to do podcasts, which is awesome. But also, mm. if there is a stream during a GDC or whatever, it, it it just seems like it's easier on the devs to to sort of here's our thing. It's us talking. Yeah not worry and you can look if you do want to answer questions you can do like what you did here and 
personally, I mean, I know people hate it, but um, that it's gone away. But it it, it felt like a, a beast. You even said it yourself. You guys couldn't make a dent in E3, for example. Well, guess who could make a dent? The same seven jackasses who show up every year. Not to be rude to anybody, because I'll probably have some of those jackasses on. But you get my drift. It's like, oh, come on. These guys aren't here, but the same big company is. So um, it's cool. Make sure to tell me if you guys do decide to do something, you know, how exactly you guys got it planned. That's right. Yeah, again, thank you to Victor. We're going to try to get Liam on. He he left you guys. Where does he work now? Raw Fury. Raw Fury. That's what it was. Duh, what am I thinking? I just talked to David about it a couple months ago. But uh, I'll try to get them on um, again. Vermintide 2, check it out. Vermintide 1, check it out. Darktide coming yep. soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thanks for the super chats. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. Thanks to these guys uh, who always show up every Friday. Well, most of the time. Most people show up. Thanks to Silver for, oh, no, no color. I thought he had switched to color. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. Not yet. No, no not yet. No color. No light. Yeah, he is. It, no, I just I realized no light. It actually, it's done well, to be honest. Yeah. You look like you should Dramatic. be. Casablanca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that'll be it for us. Thank no, you for no, watching. Need some cigar smoke or something in the picture. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's over. Take care. Um.